The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. Is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. My name is Doc Thompson, and today I bring you good news and fun. We are going to have fun today and maybe have some good news. Ooh. It is going to maybe good news and some fun. Maybe good news. It may be. It's possible. Why? I'm optimistic about it. Why maybe? But I like news? the idea behind it. Because I, I haven't confirmed it. It looks good. Do you want to begin with fun or maybe some good news? Maybe good news. Okay. I saw a tweet last night that I was like, wow, that is amazing news. Like I was ready to go full bore with it. And then I was like, oh, this looks like it's just, I had to look it up. Is it The Onion? <laughs> it was only reported one place. It's some crazy website I've never seen before. And then when I actually read the story, it's even dumbed down a little from there. But the headline, the tweet was amazing. And that is, Miley Cyrus says she's leaving America and never coming back. And in 10 days will be a British citizen. Nice. British citizen. They could deal with her. It Wouldn't that be great news? She's a disgrace. Chris, would that be great news? That will be That's not even good news. That's news. great news. But yes. I'm not sure it looks... Looks like it may not be legit. Mm, that sucks. <clears throat> But I still like the idea. I'm going to yeah. take that as a win today. What? I'm going to take it as a win. I get so few wins. You're going to take that as a win? I'm going to take Well, here's the other reason why. I lo- if, it, if this is the catalyst for a conversation all across America today, I say that's a win. Okay. Because here's what I say. This is, you know, if you don't like America, get the hell out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not it. No, no, it's not that dumbed down. It's just, isn't that a good idea? Why would you stay someplace you're not wanted or someplace that you hate so much or someplace that you have to do all of this change when other places exist that are already like that? True. You've got America filled with socialists and Nazis and everyone else. Those things exist exist elsewhere. If you're out there, um, if you believe in separation and segregation of the races, okay, those things exist. Yes. Go countries, if you believe in dictator, they're already in play around the world. You believe in socialism, Venezuela awaits. If you believe in democratic socialism, wink, wink, England awaits. All of these things are out there. <clears throat> what doesn't exist is actually freedom and capitalism. America's the closest and we're slowly. Why wouldn't you just go? Just go. All the threats of celebrities. Well, I'm leaving. None of them ever do. Nope. But man, why wouldn't you? There have been a couple that have left over the years, not just because of one statement or a president, like uh, Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. Madonna. Mm-hmm. She keeps coming back, but she's like herpes. Does she not know that when when you say you're leaving, you're not supposed to come back? Right. Like, you, you I'm leaving. Oh, I forgot my fridge. So, I'm leaving. Right. It's, it's like this. So the first level of celebrities that claim this stuff is... Well, maybe I'll just leave. I'll leave. And they never do. Yes. Right? It's like, you know, you break up with somebody. And they're like, I'll just, maybe I'll leave. And they're like, they, they said they were going to leave. 
Oh, he didn't leave. And then the next is, uh, they say they're going to leave and still continue to bitch and threaten and threaten and threaten forever. Seriously, any day now, I'm just going to leave. Right, right. And you're like, damn it, come on. Just go. Then there's the Madonna where it's like, I'm leaving. And you're like, oh, yes. And then, what are you doing here? Why are you back? Why are you back? And with the blah, blah. I don't know. So I like the idea. I'm going to take that as a win today. Okay. So if it turns out to be BS, oh, well, no problem. We let you know it probably is. Mm-hmm. But if it isn't, boom, there's a win. All right, you ready to have some fun now? I want to have some fun. All right. Ali Velshi, Stephanie Rule on uh, MSNBC interviewing Tom Steyer. Do you know who Tom Steyer is? No. Tom Steyer, you may recognize if you saw his face or listened to him, or when I tell you about him, you may... Oh, I've kind of seen, you've probably seen him at times. Tom Steyer is a billionaire, a billionaire, billionaire, not millionaire. Next step up, billionaire. Okay. He's worth right around one and a half to two billion dollars. Nice. Good for him. Would you classify that a lot of money? Oh, that is uh, a lot of money. Boatload of money. Yes. Now, how he got that money is Tom Steyer is was a hedge fund manager. Oh, nice. I All like right. those people. Yeah. You're shady. He didn't get that money because he was out there working for environmental causes. No. He got that as a hedge fund manager. Yeah. Tom Steyer is a rabid leftist. <laughs> I don't mean he's like, well, Democratic social Democrats. No, no. <laughs> Tom Steyer is rabid leftist. And has all kinds of little organizations like environmental ones and is trying to get to, uh, Trump impeached right now. Oh, He's put a couple bucks in I know in who that. he is now. Right. I know who he is. White guy, yes, very, yes. Whitey McWhitey, yes. right? Very Blonde Whitey hair, McWhitey yeah. face. Exactly. Yes. I mean, uh, Hitler would have been like, good. Damn. Right? <laughs> He's one of ours. Hitler would have been, da. Or is that Russian? <laughs> that might be Russian. Yeah. There it is. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, he's being interviewed by Ali Velshi and Stephanie Rule. Quick backstory on them. Ali Velshi, we interviewed on this program, mm-hmm. um, probably, most likely, surely, is on the left with stuff. Yes. But Ali came on this program. Good for him. Uh, Ali seems, has seemed over the years, to me, more reasonable. He used to be on CNN years ago. Mm-hmm. Always seemed fairly reasonable. In the last couple of weeks, I just keep seeing stuff with him. It's like, Ali, what are you doing? Seems Did, like he's missing the mark. I don't know if he's getting more attention just because of, you know, the cosmic tumblers mm-hmm. aligned for certain stories. If he's just making certain threads on social media, whatever. But he just keeps coming up. And then he's willing to engage with you on social media. Yes. Like he's gone back oh, forth yeah. to Dana. And he's not a jerk. Um, seems a little passive aggressive at times, but he's not a jerk. I've engaged with him. And I, I'm like, Ali, come on. You know some of this is BS, whatever. So anyways, he and Stephanie Rule, whoever she is, interviewing Tom Steyer. Now, you got the backstory, ready? I got the backstory. All right, let's have fun. Here's the audio. Here we go. Question in American politics. So while we could find or do find the president's constant lying or lawlessness or reprehensible behavior. Oh, uh, flag in the play. Already? Um, uh, the, president's, the president's constant lying, lawlessness. Chris, uh is that was that accurate? No. And why do they keep focusing on his lying? Like, is this the first time they like they seen someone lie to their face? Because last time I checked, every president has lied to the American people. You know what she didn't say there? His colluding. <laughs> right? Why? 
because they've moved they it. Moved, they moved now it's he lied, mm-hmm. which is ironic because what did he supposedly lie over? Uh, whether or not he had sex. And these are the people who told us that having sex as president outside of wedlock and making some moral failure in your marriage is not a problem in your presidency. Nope. And lying about it is not a problem, mm-hmm. right? Because who hasn't lied about sex? That was the, the battle cry in the 90s for him. Yeah. Who hasn't lied about sex? Just lying about sex. Well, he yep. tells wife the truth, lying about sex, right? So they didn't mention collusion, just lying. Constant lying now. Constant. What else? What do you want? What are you doing? Okay. Start that from the beginning again. So here she is. Now, mind you, as she's saying this stuff, and she's just about to make a point, mm-hmm. all right? As she says this stuff, Allie Bell, she's given her the big nod in agreement. Oh, yeah. Not okay. like, hmm, I hear what Stephanie's saying. and Yes, I think he's doing the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like this. Diamond and silk. Yes, he's almost her hype man. Okay. Here we go. Start at the beginning. Allie Belshi, Stephanie Rule. Question in American politics. So while we could find or do find the president's constant lying or lawlessness mm-hmm. or reprehensible behavior uh, morally unacceptable, a lot of people vote pretty selfishly and they uh-huh. say... What's going to give me more money in my pocket? Or what's going to keep, uh, or what's going to make abortion illegal? Or what's going to make sure that my Second Amendment rights stay the same? Hold it, hold it, hold it right there. Pause it. Uh, Chris, while most people, you know, vote pretty selfishly, like wanting more money in their pocket, or what's going to, uh, you know, um, did you say keep abortion illegal? No, uh, it was the Second Amendment. And then the Second Amendment, yeah. Uh, Yes, uh, the vote is selfish. I wanted someone that I think. It's good for the nation that I want. How selfish. How you know, when I go and vote. Who do you go? Well, yes, please. I'm like, how is this going to help people in Liechtenstein? Yeah, that's not the in America. The people of Liechtenstein. Yeah, that's not in America. And Americans, too. Oh, okay. How is this going to help them, even if I suffer and my children suffer? Even if they suffer. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, if you do that, I'm Doc, gonna... you're doing it completely wrong. What are, you, what are you talking about? You're supposed to vote what you think is good for you and your family. And hey, if that vote is going to make me more money, meaning that the economy is going to do good, then I want that guy or that gal. So it. they're making this point with Tom Steyer. <laughs> okay, can you start the selfish part again? I want to make sure I get the three little pieces here from them. <clears throat> Ali Velshi and Stephanie Rule, who I guarantee you make more than Chris and I combine. Either oh, one of them. What? Chris, me, Rob, I think Mordecai. You could put all five of us in that one salary. Ali Velshi's making more than that. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Rule is making more than that. Okay. And yet they're talking and, and criticizing people for voting selfishly. So when Ali Velshi and Stephanie Rule go to the ballot box, they're going, I'm going to vote for that hill. Wait a minute. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Let me think. Am I voting selfishly? Hmm. Hmm. Did I think about every Chris single Cruz. Amendment. How does my vote for Hillary affect Chris Cruz hmm. and his beliefs on the Second Amendment? Hmm. Remember, by the way, <clears throat> Second Amendment applies to all. Yes, not just conservatives. Taxes all mm-hmm. or should you're doing it wrong if it's not that's the reason i support a flat tax or a fair mm-hmm. tax and not a graduated tax which they support mm-hmm. and uh abortion laws would affect all people mm-hmm. as well but when ali and stephanie apparently go to the ballot box they're making sure they're thinking for those this is not about me mm-hmm. no no i make far more than chris cruz but this is about chris that's really 
Let's listen again. Constant lying or lawlessness or reprehensible behavior, uh, morally unacceptable. A lot of people vote pretty selfishly and they uh-huh. say, what's going to give me more money in my pocket? Or what's going to keep uh, or what's going to make abortion illegal or what's going to make sure that my Second Amendment rights Hold stay the same? Right there. What's going to keep, uh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, make abortion illegal. Do you see there? So if you vote out there to you know, on the leftist agenda to keep abortion legal. That's not being selfish. You know, he corrected himself midway. All three of those things were, or seemingly were, right-wing issues. Because they're not voting to keep more money in their pocket. People on the left aren't. None of that is selfish. People that are against the Second Amendment are not being selfish. They're doing it for everybody. Yes, They're out there saying, I just want to stop schools from being shot up. Is that it? And by the way, they want to make sure abortion stays uh, legal because that's not selfish at all. None of that's selfish on their part. Okay. And remember, who are they interviewing? Uh, Tom Tom Steyer. The billionaire. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Rights stay the same. And clearly that adds up to enough people that the president still has something akin to 40% of the electorate in polls. It's kind of fascinating to us, as I'm sure it is to you. But how do we talk about that? Well, let me start with the first thing that you said, which is about the economy, because at the time of full employment, when growth is pretty good. Okay, hold on, pause right there. So, by the way, he doesn't, they don't go any more about selfish. That's just a fact. Yes. So essentially, people on the right vote selfishly. People on the left are altruistic. Tom Steyer doesn't even go there. He's just going to talk about the economy. He's going to get right to it because he's a hedge fund manager. He's going to tell you that the economy is actually bad. Right, listen. When growth is pretty good, what we saw was that the average wage, the the buying power of the average wage went down Mm -hmm. last year. Right, because inflation was up by 2.9%. Their take-home pay could purchase fewer goods and services than at the beginning of the year. So when people talk about a successful economy and that things are good, Um, actually, for about 80% of Americans... Wait a minute. So the standard now now is what's your buying power? It's... It's, I mean, over the years, we'll talk about inflation, deflation, stuff like this. We'll talk about unemployment rate. We'll talk about tax. All these different things as measures of how well people are doing. During the Obama administration, I never once, recall I don't recall ever once hearing them mention buying power. It was, look, unemployment numbers dropping. Economy's doing great. Wait, buying power? Buying power. I mean, overwhelmingly, you look and people are pretty happy with the economy right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's it's all Trump's responsibility or it's, he gets you know credit for all of this. He clearly does not. Um, I'm not saying that you should vote Republican because, it's, but the economy is doing better. It's still not great. It's still not where it could be. But now it's buying power. Okay, a little more. So when people talk about a successful economy and that things are good, actually. For about 80% of Americans, this isn't working at all. Not Things working are actually at all. worse. 80%. I, I'm going to speak for both of us. We agree with you. Then I find it puzzling. Hold <laughs> it, hold it, hold this. 80%. Absolutely. It's not doing great for you. Chris, you got there, poll. 80% of Americans uh-huh. are going to tell you um, their, their personal finances are rough right now. Worse. Hmm. Worse than they were. And hmm. Stephanie Rule, I'm just going to vote. For, I'm going to speak for both of us. Shut this up, is, Ali. I got this. I'm going to do that constantly today, okay? Just so you know. <laughs> okay. And moving forward, I'm a, just going to speak for okay. both of us That's now. That's fine. You know what? Is that okay? Fine. Yes. All right, here we go. Speaking. I'm going to 
to speak for both of us. We agree with you. Then I we find it puzzling when you look at small and large business sentiment. They're up. Consumer confidence up. Why is that? Uh, despite right. the fact you question. just outlined. Good. Good. Nice job. Well, in sir. terms of business confidence, my underlying thesis of what's going on is there has been a corporate takeover of our democracy. Wait. And as a result, business is having its way. It got a huge tax cut and the people associated with big corporations got a big tax cut. But the average American didn't participate that in a big way. And now we're going to see that without hold, the money hold going it, into hold the it. government. Wait a second. Wait a minute. So she says he said 80 percent of people are unhappy with the economy. And they're not doing they're, they're not unhappy are doing worse. 80 percent. And to her credit, shockingly, Stephanie goes, then why are all of these polls showing looks good. consumer confidence yeah. is up and people are happier? People are buying. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you look at them. I, yeah. I'm shocked that they're that. But people are, okay, we're doing better now. And again, it's not all Trump's, you know, to his credit. But she amazingly asked that question. Well, what we've got here is a corporate takeover. Remember, he was a hedge fund manager. He's worth $1.5 to $2 billion. And he's saying... That it's a corporate, he's not answering the question. No. He hasn't addressed it at all. That we're going to have all kinds of cuts to their service Then why program. is consumer confidence up? Good. Well, what I can say is this. What I look at is how people feel about this president, which, as you say, has been <laughs> hold constant. Hold. But it'll- he, uh, Chris, she asked the question again to her credit. If you're telling me it's all this bad... But people are saying, uh, Tom, I'm kind of liking it. And can you can you address that again? I'm I can gonna, tell you this. The way people feel. I'm just going to ignore the facts. I'm going to ignore. Back that up just a couple of seconds so she asked the question again. Ignore it. Ignore it again and then employ the word feel. Here it is. Way. And now we're going to see that without the money going into the government, that we're going to have all kinds of cuts to their service Then why program. is consumer confidence up? Well, what I can say is this. What <laughs> I look at is how people feel about this president, which, as you say, has been constant, but at a low level. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. What are you about this president? It's not about this president. Again, it's why is consumer uh, confidence up if you're telling us all this bad? Here's what I can tell you. What? By the way, that's code for I'm not going to answer your question. Yes. yes. I don't want to. You've got me. And therefore, I'm not going to answer. Good for her for asking again. Keep in mind, Tom Steyer is a billionaire. And they don't say, Tom, if people are that selfish, how come you don't pony up like a billion of it? You'd still have like half a billion billion to a billion. How about that? How about that? He's not selfish for hoarding one and a half to two billion dollars that he will never use. No, he's a philanthropist because he gives a small little bit of it away. And lives in the lap of luxury like few people have ever lived in the history of America. The history of the world. Okay, so how about that today? That's a little fun from MSNBC. Oh, that was big fun. I get even more fun coming up next to the Morning Blaze. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio. 
posted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, we should get some tweets in here as well. And then I got uh, some other really cool audio coming up. First of all, I got to tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens waiting for you at BrickhouseDoc.com. It's BrickhouseDoc.com, an opportunity for you to finally get those vegetables in your diet, live healthier, be healthier, maybe even lose weight, get in shape. And the same thing for your kids as well. It is a, I guess, powdered form of vegetables. Is that the best way to say it? Yeah, because it is, scoop it's, out. it's real vegetables, you know, in powder form, no supplement. So, yeah. But, I mean, powder is probably the best way. It's real food, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it's real food in powder form. Yeah. They're not I, adding a bunch of crap to it. No. Bottom line is you mix some of this with uh, liquid and any you drink liquid. it down and you got a full, serve, a full serving of vegetables. Seriously, any liquid. I think I tried it all except rum. Except rum? Yes. Is that next on the list? That, I guess. You know, they're saying eight ounces is the standard. That's a lot of ounces. That sounds like a lot of rum to be drinking. That's like eight eight shots, right? How come every meal I just feel hammered? I mean, I know I feel hammered, but you know what? I am healthy. Field of Greens makes me feel fantastic. I'm addicted to this. Because it's like, I feel the greens. I feel so healthy and happy all day. And when you do it that way, it also gets your daily allotment of alcohol yes, in your diet, yes, too. Yes. So you your daily recommend. Your Where does that fall on the fear, food pyramid or plate? Between the Is that in the cup that goes next yes, to the plate? Yes. Oh, the shot glass plate that goes yeah. next to it? Yeah, I added a cup and oh. it's a little shot glass. It's a pyramid of shot glasses? Yes, yeah. and it's like eight of them. Field of Greens, it works real well. It'd be great for your kids, too, or whatever. It, if you're having trouble getting them to drink it, mix it with a, a smoothie. You get up in the morning, make the kids a smoothie before they go to school because a lot of times kids aren't like, you know, hungry. You don't have a lot of time or something. Boom, throw the stuff in the blender, a little bit of this, and they're actually getting their vegetables. They're not even going to know it. It's uber healthy for you, and it's simple. It's Field of Greens. Just go to BrickHouseDoc.com. While you're there, also look up the um, Dawn to Dusk, which we still use around here as well, the 10-hour slow-release energy supplement to give you that extra pick-me-up throughout the day. Just buy everything that's on Without the a tank. They do really well. It's BrickHouseDoc.com. BrickHouseDoc.com. I got Bonesy3000 saying, so Todd made his money by feeling people. These people are drunk and stupid. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, Tom, it's incredible through this whole thing. They make these statements about, about people voting selfishly and really only mean on the right. Yes, everybody votes selfishly. Now, it just so happens that I'm voting selfishly, but like you, when I vote for pro-freedom things, pro-representative republic, pro-capitalism, when I vote with that libertarian platform, those ideas, I'm also voting for everybody else. I am willing to suffer through your crap as long as I still get to have my crap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, st- I stand by your right to make the wrong choices yes. as long as you stand by mine. And I mean yes. that personally and publicly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe's saying, I always vote who's going to take all my money because I do not deserve the money I work for. That's right. You don't. Tom Steyer deserves his billions <laughs> far more than you have, but you don't deserve uh, it. Fan Harry says, Doc says, we're going to have fun today. I think I'm ready. He has a pack of cigarettes. And coffee. And? I mean, and beer, sorry. And a case of beer, IPA. And not just beer. Oh, it's uh, Great Lakes Brewing It's Company. Great Lakes. It's Great Lakes, baby. You know this? Yeah, it's one of the best breweries in America. Ah. It's it's honestly my top couple of favorite beers. I know Wiston make gold boxes. Yeah, it's one of the other brands hmm. or whatever. Cool. Yeah, uh, Great Lakes Brewery, West 25th Street in Cleveland. Oh, of 
course. They have a little restaurant in there. Their building is where Elliot Ness had his headquarters after he left Chicago. You ever see the movie The Untouchables? No. Elliot Ness? No. Anyway. So he cleans up Chicago. They hire him a safety director at Cleveland. He goes there. That was his office. There's even a bullet hole idea. in the wall. Should have never read that tweet. A bullet hole in the wall where there was some sort of gunplay when he was there. <laughs> and now it's a brewery. They have pretty good food in there. Get the bread pudding. Anyway, what else you got? Oh, we're back. Back to yeah. Texas. Okay. It's a cool uh, place. You got Stephen right English. Right from the West Side Market. Stephen English saying celebrities never move out of their country right after the conversation with their accountant. <laughs> so Remember the Will Smith? They're yeah. like, well, you know what the tax rate over here is. It's like uh, 400%. Whoa. 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 Can I keep my money here and then move over yeah, there? Yeah, Will was all like speechifying. We've got to give more, <laughs> even though he doesn't just voluntarily write checks to the IRS. But when they told him the percentage, whatever it was, he was like, oh, oh whoa. Well, perhaps I have been talking squarely out of my anus, interviewer. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson. Okay, you ready to have some more fun? Oh, some yes. more fun? Yes. All righty. Yes. The mic attacking you there? Is that what's going on? <laughs> just went through my, to my throat. Okay, here we go. Oh, sorry. Let's get to here Al Gore. Al Gore uh, making some visit to, I thought he lived in LA. Doesn't he live there? I thought he did too. I can't remember. He had that big mansion. He has like six houses. So His, which house is right? He it was there? like I want to say like eleven thousand square feet. I'm trying to remember. There were several times. Okay, after Al Gore was no longer VP, and he did the uh, un inconvenient truth when he did that, and he called out people and said you should cut your green environmental mm-hmm. footprint and all this stuff. And people said, Al, your home uses enough electricity for like a hundred homes. Do you remember that? (laughs) And then he cut his environmental footprint and he cut that, right? Yes, he did. And then they did another report and they're like, Al, it's still gargantuan. So they've done a bunch of this. I thought that was LA, but apparently it's Nashville area. He does live in Tennessee still. Okay. It's funny that house you're talking about. It has five bedrooms, nine bathrooms, nine bathrooms, more than 6,500 square feet of living space. How much? 9,000? 6,500 square feet of living space. Mm, that I think he shrunk that. Um, and it was at a one and a half acre. Uh, yeah, he actually shrunk that. There, he's a, that's a different house or something. Because I remember it was huge. <laughs> is- I mean, 6,000 is very big. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. But... That's not mansion house, but nine, nine bathrooms to five bedrooms, six fireplaces, doc. You know what that shows me? <laughs> well, like, I mean, I get you have fireplace, different places, and maybe he thinks that's green. Yes. What I find in bedrooms, five is not crazy. I mean, if you no, have five is not. No. If you have four kids, they each had their own room. When I grew up, we shared rooms or whatever, two to a room. Um, I think staying at our house, we had four bedrooms most of the time growing up. Yeah. My folks had one. Yep. My brother and I shared. Two mm-hmm. sisters shared. And the oldest got a, a room by herself. Mm-hmm. But um, five's not crazy. Six isn't even if you have a guest. Start getting over six, you're really getting huge house. <clears throat> but nine bathrooms? 
to five bedrooms. To five. The, the ratio does not you, work. You know what that's telling me? No. Somebody is spending a lot of time in the, the bathroom, meaning I am full of, should we move on to yes. the next story? Yes, we should. Okay, so Al has uh, was visiting Los Angeles. Mm. Now, I'm sure Al started his trip to Los Angeles January. Oh, yeah. He cannot fly. Right. Because, I mean, if you're biking or walking From or Tennessee. taking some sort of solar car to Los Angeles, uh, yeah, it's going to take you a long time to get there. Anyways, yeah. goes to LA and they interview Al because it's Al Gore. Oh, who does not want to interview Interview Al, Al Gore. We have some of that interview. Here we go. Say to the climate change deniers. Take it from Mother Nature. Uh, every night on the TV news is like a nature hike through the book of Revelations. Former Vice President Al Gore. What would you say to science, uh, uh, sorry, climate change deniers? And he said, take it from Mother Nature. Uh Uh-huh. Wait, what? Wait, what do you? Because, again, you're talking about climate change deniers. Al, man caused climate change change is hooey. What would you say to that? Uh, Take it from Mother Nature. Take what from Mother Nature? Like, are you just saying, he could have said, just look around and it's obvious. Okay, well, it's not. We, we know you lied about the numbers. We, we've, we've got all the, the hockey stick is hooey. We got it. So, okay, take it from Mother Nature that every night on the news is like a, a journey through the book of Revelation. Yes. A nature hike through nature the book hike, of Revelation. Yeah. Okay, so he's saying that the proof is Mother Nature. Yes. Like, look around. And the news. Yes. Al saying, trust the news. Yes. The nightly news to prove climate change. You mean because you trust them? The news is honest. They're unbiased. Okay. (laughs) But he's saying, what? It's like a nature hike through the book of Revelation. I'm guessing he means volcanoes and storms and whatever. Okay, so Al is saying that storms and all the stuff we see on the nightly news is proof of climate change. Man caused climate change. Chris, whenever I say, hey, it's wintertime and it's warm out here, or... No, nope. and I say, what happened to global? Cli-? And they nope. go, no, you can't do nope. that. And they chat. They're like, listen, the weather is not an indicator of climate change. Nope. When Al, whenever he would go to D.C. and speak in the in the winter, and they'd have a heat wave or in the summer and it's really cold or whatever, See? and people mock it, they're like, you don't even get it. You're ignorant. That has nothing to do with it. Yet when Hurricane, I'm sorry, Super Storm Sandy came through, they're oh, like, yeah. look at these, look at them. So when I say, okay, look at this storm or lack of a storm, we had 11 years, 11 years without a major hurricane. Unbelievable. That was so cool. We had, Chris, 11 years without one while they were telling us that hurricanes were becoming stronger and more uh, common. Mm -hmm. We had a record low hurricanes for 11 years. None. And they said, that's not an indicator you can't use weather, so which is it? So start this over again, and here's what Al Gore says to climate change deniers. Here we go. Deniers. Take it from Mother Nature. Uh, every night on the TV news is like a nature hike through the book of Revelations. 
Former Vice President Al Gore visits downtown L.A. You know, sometimes on the nightly news, when I see him open the sixth seal and then all the locusts come, you know that? That's, uh, it's troubling to me. It, it really is. It is very troubling, yeah. Yeah, and then the, the fourth seal is broken. And how many trumpets blow at that point? Uh, seven. Something like that. And then the ten heads with the seven crowns. Or is it ten crowns on seven heads? Something like that. I think that. it's ten crowns yeah. on seven heads. Okay, just trying to get it. with California over environmental regulations. So if he's watching this, what's your message to President Trump when it comes to climate? Oh, my only message would be resign. I mean, I don't mean to be flipping about it. I don't think wait, he... Wait, 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 wait. Al knows he doesn't get the job, right? Oh, he he's my... Does baby. Al think he gets and the he, job oh, still? Oh, man. You know, he's right there by the phone. He has a red phone, just like Batman gave to the mayor. And be I like, believe if Trump resigns, I get the job right keep the line open keep the line open <laughs> that phone nobody get, no has. not that no, one no no, no 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 get off of that one that's my presidential phone that's my hotline that's the one that's ready to go keep the jet fueled up so i can get back to dc <laughs> keep the bike out on the front so i can get back to can you see al he says uh one thing him resign Really? Really? I wonder if he really... You know how I, I think he thinks he's next in line, that he gets the job? Because there's nobody else. No, because... So I want Trump to resign. Okay, great. You get your wish, Al. He's out. I'm your fairy, fabulous godfather. Okay. Here to make this happen, Al. Okay. Trump is... Re- uh, it's going to be a beautiful resignation. It'll be the most beautiful resignation, effective noon today. And he goes away. What happens, Chris? Mike Pence. The great environmentalist Mike Pence, who believes in man-caused climate change. You instantly will make sure that the White House and all outbuildings, everybody associated with the administration, will be using energy exclusively derived from rat droppings. To make sure they are as environmentally sound as possible. That's going to be Mike Pence, right? Yes, Mike Pence is out. Mike Pence, who, of course, is uh, everything Trumpism. He would have the big left-wing... No, he will not. He will be pretty much the same. Some slight variations, but pretty much the same. He may be a little bit less bombastic on Twitter. Maybe. Probably a little more Mm Jesus-y. (laughs) Uh-huh. It's not like you get Tom Steyer. It's not like you get the gig, Al. And it's not like it goes to Hillary because she was the runner-up. Yeah, it doesn't work. Should Donald Trump be unable to fulfill his duties as president of the United States, the first runner-up is Hillary Clinton. (laughs) It's not a beauty fact. It doesn't work that way. Okay. So here we go, Al. I would say, and listen to how he chuckles when he says resign immediately. Mm. When he says, he goes, <laughs> I would say resign immediately. <laughs> here we Former go. Vice President Al Gore visits downtown LA as the Trump administration feuds with California over environmental regulations. So if he's watching this, what's your message to President Trump when it comes to climate? Oh, my only message would be resign. I mean, I don't mean to be flipping about it. I don't think he is prepared to listen to advice uh, about the importance of clean air and clean water. A recent report shows climate change in California is likely going to be worse than originally thought. 
meaning higher temperatures, more fires, and more deaths. And when they tell us it's going to get worse if we don't change, we've got to listen. We need to put a price on carbon. We need to conserve energy. Wait a minute, we need wait to a switch minute. Over. I just thought of another failure. Um, okay, when they talk about this, they mean the whole circle or sphere of the earth, right? Yes. They don't mean... Well, hey, in your neighborhood, you and a dozen neighbors all decide to use less energy. You're all buying uh, Nissan Leafs. Yeah. And you're recycling <laughs> everything. It's not like the climate around your neighborhood is different. You know, everywhere else there's, you know, there's fires. It's like a walk, nature hike through the uh, Book of Revelation, right? Yes. Everywhere around you. One street over where they don't do this stuff, it's not like hurricane. No, it's the entire earth. The earth is heating, they say. Yes, yes. So if California does all this, Chris, and China is during is really going through their industrial revolution. Yeah. India kind of is as well. It's not going to be the same as ours. No. It'll be a little more green. Mm-hmm. But you're talking two and a half billion people. If they don't do this stuff, this is all moot. Yes. yes. It's all moot. Yes. So if California passes all these rules and regulations, if they do more than their fair share, it's not going to matter. At all. <laughs> at all. It's not, it, not going to touch it at all. This is why I love watching Stu when he does any climate change you know, fact checking. Because at the end of the day, you if you do something, it's like 0.002%. Over the, over the next 10 years. Yeah, that's for the in, in all of us. If yes. everybody if said we're going to make this major significant change, here's what's happening. Insane. All right, a little more from Al Gore. We need to conserve energy. We need to switch over to renewable sources of electricity. What is California doing right and what is California doing wrong? Nothing. Well, California has been the leader among all 50 states, uh, partly because of the great leadership of Governor Jerry Brown. Interior <laughs> Secretary Ryan Zinke recently visited the Mendocino fire, the largest fire in California Proof. history. Uh, he said are. that the regulations of environmentalists are what's to blame for a lot of the fires, not climate change. How do you respond to that? Well, I think everybody knows to discount what the this current administration is doing and saying they've made the uh, EPA, the CPA, Coal Production Agency. Gore says voting in the midterms is the best way to make a difference. <laughs> there was ever a time um, for the American Chris. people. <laughs> your, your thoughts, Chris? Of course, voting for the midterm is going to. Oh, is that going to be the thing? That Of course. Listen, you know what the blue wave is? The blue wave Fights climate change. That's what it does. <laughs> See, you've, you've been thinking the blue wave is just uh, kind of a um, metaphorical reference to yeah, the Democrats, to Democrats winning, winning in the blue. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's a cooling blue wave. Uh, blue is cool. The planet is heating. It is a cool blue wave that will get to vote. wash over the entire country, uh, planet. planet just, yeah. I mean, it starts with California. If you vote in the midterms and across and the country. Waves. Right. It's, it's not like a tidal blue wave because no. oh, that's destructive. That is very And that, you know, tidal yes, waves yes. are caused by, you yes. know, a heated planet. Yes. No, this is a cooling blue, like like a gentle wave that just washes over you, cools the entire planet. That's good. It's a cooling blue wave. Vote in the midterms, Chris. That's the thing that's going to save the planet. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Because that seems to me like it's... Yeah. Um, 
Bravo Sierra? Yeah, that's right. That's okay, what I was going okay. for. Just uh, <laughs> heading right down there. Yeah, uh, again, this is a propaganda piece oh, yes. to get Democrats elected. That's all it that's is. A, can, this is a local L.A. television station. Can we just come on and say, hey, this is going to be an ad for voting Demo- Democrats? Voting Democrat. Two things, voting Democrat and pro-environmental yes, change. That's fine. That's all will, it is. I will accept that more than what you tried to spoon feed me in that stupid news package. And, and, and what else, Al? And this is the interviewer. And what else, Al? It's going to be bad, right? Right? <laughs> it's bad. And what if we don't change, Al? You know, and there's people out there that say this, Al, right? But that's wrong, right? Right? And we should vote Democrat? I mean, is there more we can do with Recycle? Because California's been awesome. We just need to do more, right, Al? I just love how he's like, California's the leader on this. Yeah, the leader on progressivism. Do you realize this piece, this, this was one of the easiest days at work for this guy. Oh, Oh, Doc, he has a max of maybe 15 minutes of questions. Give it to the editor. All right, cut this, cut this, cut this. Put the package matter. in there. It doesn't, it's not, you know Al just said a bunch of... Yeah. You get, here's what you tell the editor. All right, here's my piece. Just edit in anything at any point Al said for about 10 seconds. Yeah, that's what... It he, really yes. doesn't matter. No. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And uh, and when he wrote, this was written before he went out there. Yes. And for Al, same thing too. Yes. Just say whatever you want. It's going to be bad if we don't uh, change and vote a Democrat. That's all of it. That's all. That's it. There's no prep. No. And the editor, he's just spl- he doesn't even know. He just grabs pieces over here, puts them together, and this is it. He could have done that. It's like Mad Libs. Yes. Just take any piece of Al, put it together with any piece of mine, and it'll make as much sense as anything else you do. Yep. Yep. Should we go more or just get a break? I think we're just going to break in here. Hey, if you have any comments on this, get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. You realize you are only about 45 minutes or so away from your Friday leftovers. It's all coming up. WaxRx is a system that we've told you about for a while. Hopefully, you've ordered yours. If you have not, you should do so ASAP because you may not need it right now, but you will need it in the future. At some point, you're going to need it. Yes. You're going to go ahead and tell the story? I cannot believe you've not brought it up. No. You go ahead and tell the story. It's your story. It's not. If you don't bring so it up. So Doc on- Thompson has been having some issues with the earpiece. And uh, our engineer took a look at it. And it was so full of earwax that the earpiece was no longer admitting audio out of it. I've been bitching for days that it was getting worse and worse. And I'm like, it's got a short. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because you have not used this month your the wax eyes. I thought system. no. This is the lesson. I thought my ears were fine. No, you I, have to continue cleaning them. I do every so often, but I mean, you know, you you get out, you you do this when you get out of the shower. That doesn't do anything, you know. And you wipe it, and I'm like, okay. And the stuff naturally comes out. Yes, but you know, like every month or so, you got to use it, which yes. I do. And I mean, all fairly clean, regular, whatever. But I didn't realize you got to use this constantly. Yes. You got to use it like, That's like the point. every other day or every day with this stuff. I, I mean, shocked. I think you're lying to me about no, this. It was full of earwax. Even just Chris, thinking about Chris, it, it's gross. He goes, hey, I fixed your earpiece. And I was like, great. He texts me. Yes. I'd been bitching for a week and I'm like, I got to get a new one or something. I don't know. So he goes, I fixed it. I had John fix it. I was like, great. Thanks. And there was a little pause, and then a second one comes in. It just had earwax in it. It's like, <laughs> you jerk. I thought you were messing with me. No, I wasn't. 
So there's a lesson. It's funny because everybody Even when right you here use it, use it more. Everybody right here is like, don't he use you uh, wax our ex? I like, do. He I just does use it use like it. once a month he or so. He does use it. It's just now he has to up it up a notch. This stuff is really good. And most people aren't using <laughs> no. you know something in their ear yeah. every day like this, so For you wouldn't know. But six if you hours are, a day. wow, it is much much worse so, than you think. So. <laughs> Go to use wax RX. <laughs> this we're not making this up for you. This absolutely happened. Usewaxrx.com is the website. Get all the details. It's going to help you out here. So now I've amped it up a bit. Yes. Amped it up a bit. Usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio to have it shipped to your door absolutely free. And then remember, you got to use the product. <laughs> yes, Doc. Ridge's own. We learned you got to use it. I didn't realize how often, but apparently a lot more. You have to use it a lot more. Maybe maybe twice a month. No, I'm going like once every couple days now. Oh, okay. I don't need to have this trouble okay. again. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson. Okay, good deal. Friday, happy to be here. If you're new to the broadcast, please follow us on social media. Lots of good things happening, and uh, we try to engage with you throughout the day as well. It's been uh, been an odd few weeks, end of the summer, last month or so. It's been really odd. Why? Um, just a lot of stuff going on. We're in like this weird transitional phase of different things going on um, oh. in the news even. Yeah. It's just been kind of, I think everybody yeah. feels kind of disconnected, and we're heading down yeah. to the midterms, yeah. waiting for things to settle down a little bit after the midterms maybe. Uh, I guess I never thought about it like that, but okay. Um, by the way, our um, was it uh, buddy of mine, um, Matt Locke from the Conservative oh, Cartel? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Had a uh, a really interesting thought about the midterms or whatever, and I was like, the more he, the more I think about this, I think he might be right. He's he's it, it's a bit of a conspiracy theory, admittedly, but he wonders if Kavanaugh wasn't put up to fail as a political move by Trump. He was put up to fail? Knowing that they would not confirm him. Look at how triggered they are by somebody who is not as conservative as Gorsuch. Okay. Gorsuch, they were not nearly as triggered. No, no, no. And they should have been because, by the way, you guys were kind of screwed on the uh, Merrick Garland pick. Yeah, yeah. But you're more triggered by Kavanaugh, somebody that's more middle of the road. Mm. But you're going down to the midterm. And they're going to rush to get these done before the midterms, okay? Worst case scenario, you get a guy who's pretty conservative, at least the same or maybe a little better than Kennedy, okay? But if they don't confirm him, what does Trump get to say in October, the month leading up to the election? We need to keep that These house. people yeah. have been obstructionists, which I hate that term. Yeah. Look at Look at this. They are not going to, and what's going to happen? We're not going to, they're going to keep denying my picks until I put a liberal in. Hmm. That you've got to give me more people in the Senate, more people in the Senate, more. It's a a rallying cry for Republicans, right? That's a good call. And then who does he put up after the midterms? Somebody more conservative like the Uh, woman, Amy. um, Oh, yes, the chick. I get that her name is. Anyway, Amy is the first name. Yeah. Um, But you put, you put somebody like her up. Then you get somebody more conservative in becomes a rallying cry wow there's and you start thinking about this and all the little ways it could play out pretty interesting yeah 
I, I don't know if it's calculated, but it could work out that way as well. Anyway, then you have um, there's a rumor out there that Clarence Thomas may bail before the end of Trump's term. Clarence, <gasps> no, because he is he's he'll be almost thirty years in. Now wow. he's still relatively young. Yeah, he's only in his sixties. I yes. think. But if if they put him in, or if he retires, if he goes out, it yeah. gives Trump a pick, and Another he's one, one of the more conservative members. Yes, he is. So Trump could. Does Trump do anything small? <clears throat> Wrong or right? Trump's ego is. He, put my tremendous. name on that big phallic-looking tower, right? <clears throat> That's what he does. Okay. So Trump, as president, wants to make a mark. Yes. Is he going to be like I maintain the balance of the Supreme Court? Or he's going to want to make that crushing mark on the Supreme Court. And what is the crushing mark? To get as many uber conservatives in as possible. Wow. Doesn't that seem more likely that, from his ego? Yes. And, right? I can't believe Mock And then if uh, Ruth Buzzy Ginsburg goes down, oh, man, she and that would be four go. picks in your first term. Dude. And then what does that do for 2020? Holy moly. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Tweets coming in with the hashtag what I learned today. Do we have a guest or not? Uh, working on it. We, we, gotta get, we will have a guest. Yeah, we got to get some lawyers on the phone now. Did you see the um, the many responses we had to the to the couple stories we shared yesterday on the air about kids being bullied? Yes. I was surprisingly how uh, uh, most of our audience agreed with us. Yeah, I was too. understood what yeah. we were asking for. It was it was a difficult topic because it it's easy when you see a story about a kid being bullied to go... That's horrible. Of course it's horrible. If somebody goes through something bad, a kid gets beat up if you're bullied. Of course that's bad. But we've got to be careful when there's difficult stories like that to not, uh, difficult stories too, make sure to tell all of the story, to still question things, to yeah. comment. You don't have to be a jerk about no. it. No, but you, you still have to question this stuff. Yeah. And did you see all those stories I sent you yesterday? Two stories. Multiple. In a matter of like couple hours of bullying, bullying, and these are little kids. So, so I want to know: there is, it is. was it because we're just talking about it, and Google heard me, and I kept getting stories about kids being bullied, or you're bullied, just noticing? Or them. I'm noticing them now because I really want to know what is going on. If it's true that somehow six year olds and nine year olds are just beating themselves to death right now, yeah, much more than they have in the past. Yes. Now we are back to school. Yes. So there's going to be more cases of things happening in schools. And the news cycle is a little off right now because there's only a couple of main things going on in the news. Summer, the summer news cycle is usually slower, number one. Yes. It just is. And, you know, people vacationing at summer, they're not focused. 
Number two, there's only been a couple of really big news stories. We have the election and all things tied to it and Trump. Those are all kind of lumped in. Even Russian collusion and lying and and Manafort and Cohen and all of these are still tied to the election. People view those all as politics. And I'm sick of it. I'm not going to watch it. What else is out there? Oh, um, oh, there's a shooting. Yeah. Jackson Landing and some people got murdered. You see what I'm saying? It's a lot of little things. So maybe all of those things just opened the, you know, the gate up for us to see more bullying stories. But it seems like there's a lot more from really young kids yes. and really horrible stories. Yes. And then the way they're written um, of these kids being selfless about it. Yeah. You know, I I didn't fight back, said one of the kid, because that's not the Jedi way. The Jedi way, yeah. And then Mark Hamill responds and congratulates him and gives him an attaboy and you, you did good. Okay, those are good, but really? This is what the kid said? That... That seems unlikely. Maybe that's the reason it's the story. Okay, got it. You're right. It is unlikely. It's amazing. But we've had like six of those amazing stories. Yeah. One, the kid, I'm gay. And kids treat him like hell at nine and he kills himself. He was bullied. Yeah. Wow, that whole lot of unlikely there. Uh, Not the Jedi way, another unlikely one. The other one, the kids beat him in ways you only see in movies. Movies. And the kid would... The kid doing the beating, the main kid was five. Yeah. A year younger than the guy that got beat up. All of these are amazing and unlikely stories. Yes. It's not just the bullying aspect. No, no. no. Uh, I got a couple of tweets here. For example, Paul B says, better than ear hair. hair." Talking about your earwax problem. Yes. Is earwax a problem? I mean, ear hair a problem? Well, it's better than... Oh, than if I had it. Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. You know, it's really frustrating getting uh, ear hair the more you get older. the You get more as you get older. Oh, yeah. Do you have the little... Guys, you get, you know, start getting hair in those places and whatever, yet you lose it where you want it. It's like you go into uh, puberty all over again. Reverse puberty. It's really frustrating. Think about this. It's, it's bad that you're losing your hair. And yes. every guy that goes through hair loss, you're like, damn it. And it sucks. Yeah. But the insult to injury is getting hair places you don't want it. Yes. So wait a minute. I got to constantly trim hair in places and deal with this. I'm plucking, I'm trimming, whatever. Yet where I want hair, I don't have it. Do you realize (laughs) that is such a pain in the ass? (laughs) One or the other would be, okay, you get older, you get hair places you don't want it. All right, I'm battling this. that's, That's annoying. I like this. I like but this. the I'm losing hair. Oh, you'll like it. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, I would can see it. Why think I am like shave like my sides and just leave the top? You know the nice thing about that, the hair loss won't be as obvious. Exactly. It's like when somebody looks old when they're young. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. great because nobody goes, "Oh my gosh, they look so old." You've always looked old. You've always looked. Old. When you get older, you're just there. <laughs> what they start saying then is, "Wow, they're still alive." Because they remember you, you being old. for th- Abe Vigoda was one of them. Fish on Barney Miller, right? He just died like last year or a year before. <laughs> and I'm not laughing because he died. I'm laughing because it's true. No, when he was in his when he was in the 70s, when he was on Barney Miller, the 70s, like 40 years ago, 35, whatever. He was old then, and you're like, he's still alive? Uh, Phyllis Diller was one. You don't know who that is. Old comedian. Looked old forever. You're like, whoa, she looks great. Hmm. So it's better 
to start off looking older. It's counterintuitive, but it's true. And you take a few lumps up front. <laughs> People think you're older, but man, you will grow into it. It's going to work for you. Kathy Berg saying the blue wave is Listerine wash duct tape. Ah, that's it. That makes a lot of sense. Is that a new flavor? Uh, I don't think so, but maybe it is. Maybe for the midterms. Maybe oh, we can market that something like that. No, no. <laughs> Stay away from the blue wave drink. You don't want that. You want the brown drink. That's <laughs> yeah. what you want. The brown yeah. drink of earth water. Oh. It's more brown Come than black. On. For a second, I said, like, what are you? The brown drink of earth water. It's, it's healthy. Black. It's good. It's, it's not awesome. brown. It's black. Brown, black. It's right Did there. you see a new shipment? A new what? Shipment. You kind of corrected yourself there. <laughs> I did not see our new delivery. Shipment. I did not see that. But that's good because I think we were getting low on the five gallon. (laughs) In fact, I just tweeted out a little video of Mordecai laying prone. You could probably see it through the window, through the glass. It's right in the next studio in the control booth. There it is. Can you see it? Yep. Right above him, you'll see it. You see the little earth water logo. It's on our little five gallon water jug because we drink earth water constantly throughout the day. We go through those jugs monthly. Two jugs monthly. The goofballs we work with, they didn't care about the earth water. Okay. And we get the five-gallon oh, uh, er, distributor. Everybody drinks it. Right. We've got clear water elsewhere in the building. Go somewhere else. Right. They come down here, and then they don't change it. First no. of all, we run out at times, yes. and I'm like, come on, man. But okay, happy to share. Change the damn bottle. <laughs> Such a, And everybody, when you're getting the water out of those things, yeah. everyone's like, I can get enough. There's still some good. Oh, it's not got on it. me. Next got guy. It. Next yes. guy. Yes. <laughs> Next guy's problem, not mine. <laughs> I don't have to change it. Just change the bottle. Earth water's awesome. In fact, they have the big um, water coolers like that, the five-gallon ones that you can have in your office as well if you go to earthwater.com. But what you really want to do is sign up for an Earth Water affiliate program. We just told people about Earth Water. Obviously, people around the office are going to tell their family and friends about it and buy it themselves. If you sign up and become an affiliate, and all that means is you get a unique ID that you give to other people, and you say, hey, Earthwater is a great product. Let me tell you about it. Give you some. And they're like, wow, that is awesome. Listen, if you order through me, you get a huge discount. Just use this promo code. Okay, great. That's it. All you have to do. You don't have to handle shipping, anything like that. It's handled free through Amazon. All shipping and handling. Absolutely free. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to constantly call and go, hey, did that shipment go out? None of that. Zip. It's taken care of. All of it's handled. You are just the marketing end when you sign up for the uh, unique affiliate ID at uh, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Sign up for it today and you'll be so happy you did because you get paid a 40% weekly commission. A 40% weekly commission and that's all you have to do. One of the best ways that you can uh, generate some extra revenue for you and your family that's out there right now. And... If Earthwater even does 10% of what they expect it to do in the future, you are going to be very, very happy. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Joining us now is Rachel Smith. Rachel, how are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Doing real well. We uh, became aware of your story online. Rachel is a mom who has an interesting and unfortunately pretty sad story. Even more unfortunate is your story is not even all that unique it's happened to many people your son was really abducted by your your is he your ex-husband your son's father Uh, never married but he's my son's father okay so you have a son with this how old is your son 
He's three. He'll be four in a few days. Okay, he'll be four in a few days. And this man takes your son and moves to a foreign country. Correct. To Lebanon. To Lebanon. I can't even imagine. It's bad enough when it happens in the U.S., but when it happens in a foreign country, it's going to be even more difficult to get your son back. Exactly, because it's not part of the Hague Convention. So tell us how this all started. Give Tell us the story. Well, I've been going through the courts for a while with custody issues with the father, and I have filed an injunction after injunction, emergency motions to modify this parenting plan, stating that I feared that someday that this would happen to me, that he would take our son out of the country and hide him from me and that I would never see him again. I have, he has threatened to do that. And now my worst nightmare is coming through on August 1st. He had broken into my home while I was at work and a babysitter was with my son. Um, And then he was arrested for burglary with a dwelling of an, Burglary of a dwelling and child interference. Later on, within seven hours, the police arrested him. Um, at that time, the next day, I went to the court and I filed an injunction for um, for protection for domestic violence for myself and my son. It was immediately denied, saying that there was no indicators that I would be a victim of domestic violence. In that injunction, I stated again how I feared that he would be kidnapping him and taking him out of the country. I had to wait a couple weeks for a subsequent hearing. And in that point, they had me return my son. They offered to return my son to the father and give him every other time sharing. So we had a next court date. Um, so they were, so, so the courts were still working out the custody arrangement at that point. Yeah, there's still custody pending. We had to go in front of a different judge. Okay. When I had to go to court, it was for the domestic violence for me to get a no contact order for myself and for my son. And so when it was pending, they said, hey, let's offer the father every other weekend until then. So within 24 hours of me allowing the father to exercise his court ordered time sharing, he had sold all of his belongings and he had picked him up from preschool at noon like he was supposed to and he had fled the country um he was supposed my son was supposed to be back to school on monday no later than 9 a.m um at 9 a.m i contacted the i contacted his school to make sure that he was there he did not show up i started to worry so wanted to give it to noon and maybe you know he was just doing this again he has a history of withholding him from me on multiple occasions later on in the evening i really started to worry we filed an emergency motion with the court but at that time i went by his house and he wasn't home with his car so then i left and then i had a Another, just an instinct that something wasn't right and that I needed to talk to somebody. So I went to his house and I asked a neighbor to go, please knock on his door. I think that my son has been abducted. 
And the neighbor went and knocked on his door and said that, in fact, he had just sold all of his belongings in the yard sale and had moved out. So then at that point, I had to contact the police. You knew it. You knew it. You knew at that point something this was not yeah. going to be good. Yeah. And the police immediately took action. FBI got involved immediately. And then the, um, it was late at night when that had occurred. And then the following day, I get the worst knock at my door that my son had, in fact, traveled to Beirut, Lebanon. Wow. When, when did you get that note? How long has that been since you found that out, that they told you he had taken him to Lebanon? I found out Tuesday morning. So that's not even been a month yet. This has been a few weeks. It, it just He had just flown out of Tampa International Airport on Friday. And with that being said, I... I've had it. I have court documents that my son is not to be issued a passport. So how did how was he able to get him out of the country without a passport? So what he did was he went to he went to the embassy in Michigan, and oh. he obtained a Lebanese passport since he's a dual citizen. Oh, oh wow! So I would I, had my son I would on think there should be some sort. List. It, it, so he was not able to get one. That stop order was in place, right? Yeah, uh, a, a, a U.S. passport. Yeah, I had my son on a U.S. Um, insurance program that it would alert me if he was going to try to get him a passport. Okay, see, Rachel, there should be some sort of metric in place then if you have that, if the U.S. has that in place, there should be some sort of metric that also flags them if they try to use a, another passport for the same person. Uh, that it, just seems. There's not. Wow. All right. And now the American government needs to get involved to this and demand that my innocent young little U.S. citizen to be returned to the United States. When is your son's birthday? My son's birthday is on September 10th. He'll be 40 years old. Rachel, I feel horrible for you, and it's part of the reason we wanted to have you on. Um, I don't know what we can do. The best we're trying to do is hopefully um, let people know what's going on. Uh, people have been using the hashtag bring Dexter home. So if you want to use that, maybe that puts a little extra pressure. I don't. Uh, are you getting help from, from your congressman? <laughs> you know, are they, have they spoke with Lebanese? We are getting in contact with the Senator Bill Nelson and Senator Rubio. All right. And uh, who is your who is your congressman? Are you in Tampa? Yes, I'm in Tampa. Is it Dave Jolly? Is he your congressman? Do you know? I know Dave I'm, is. Dave I, I'm sorry, I, I'm not quite. Sure. That's okay. That's fine. It may be Dave Jolly. He's one. I don't know all of them in the area. Um, I have a relationship with Dave. I can put in a call as well. We'll try to do that. Um, but you should contact both your senators, both of your senators in Florida and your congressmen and, and travel every path. Um, you'll likely get more traction with one versus another. Um, I would use the midterm elections. Bill Nelson is up for reelection. Make sure you remind him of that. Um, everybody in the house is as well. Put the pressure on, um, cause that's probably your only recourse. They have to get involved at this point. 
Yes, they have to. They absolutely have to. I mean, I certainly believe in both parents having rights, but you have been denied yours. Huh? I said, I believe in parents, you know, both having a certain degree of rights, but as soon as he broke into your house, everything changes. And number two, he has denied you your rights. It's not even a 50-50. This is, this is not good. Dexter is also an American citizen. Yes. It's gone above that. And also, uh, Rach, uh, you also have a GoFundMe page, and we'll tweet out a picture, uh, a, a link to your GoFundMe page, because you know court fees will start uh, <laughs> adding up because we're going to try as best as we can to you know to bring back Dexter. So here's here's what we'll do: we'll tweet out a link to the GoFundMe page. You contact your congressman okay. as well. I'll put in a call to Dave Jolly's office to see if he if he can help. Um, Thank and you. Yeah, absolutely. I and then we're going to keep up. I just up. had a web page going. Um, started and it's called bringdexterhome.com. Okay, good. Make sure to put all the information up there. And then we'll um, continue to tell your story in that if there's anybody, any attorneys that listen, or if you know of an attorney who would be willing to help uh, Rachel, maybe even a pro bono, because this is going to get pricey real quick. Um, maybe yeah. you could let us know as well. Let us know on social media. Tweet at us a bunch of times. Call the 800 number, 888-900-3393. Anytime where you get through and just say, give Doc and Chris this information. Uh, keep okay, us posted, Rachel, and we'll check in with you in a couple of days, okay? Okay, thank you so much. All right, thanks so much. Uh, bring Dexter home. I wish you could spend more time with her, but this is going to be a, a long, slow process, unfortunately. Um, I have no problem and, and absolutely support both parents having rights, and his, his father should have whatever rights are due him. But you know what? When you break into someone's home, that shifts significantly, and number two, you have denied her 100% of her parental rights, period. You violated American law, you did something immoral on top of it, and you stole him and took him to Beirut, an American citizen. Sorry, dude. Sorry. If, I, if I'm the judge, if I'm the court, you've just been denied all custody. She gets 100% custody and will consider visitation rights supervised in the future. Oh, but now that you stole oh, yeah, no. That, that's a, no. Yeah, at this point, once you stole no, it, maybe you, that's not even well, that. At this point, I am locking that door, and that door will not open until he, I mean, the kid he, asks, do I have a Well, father? no, he abducted him, so he's going to go yes. to jail. you got to go yes. to jail first. Yes. So there's you got to have that punishment as well. But All right, let me get a quick break, and we'll come back and uh, see what you can do, please. We'll tweet out a link to all of her information. You're waking up to the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. You know, sadly, Rachel's story, I mentioned this at the beginning, is not uncommon. This happens all the time. Yeah. When, you have, when you marry somebody or have a child with somebody, let's just say that, that is uh, a foreigner that has citizenship in another country, you have got to be very careful. They can take that child any... They can take the child anyway. And that's difficult enough. I mean, look at the kid uh, from the New Mexico yeah. compound. He stole the kid there. That's hard enough. But when it's in a foreign country, we've had stories over the years where people have battled for a decade to get their kid back. It takes that long sometimes. 
And it's, it's, it's just wrong on so many different levels on top of being illegal. It's really difficult to have that, uh, to go through all of that. So if you can help Rachel out at all, please let us know and be careful yourself. Uh, I've known um, over the years two people that it's happened to. Really? Yep. Like close had, friends? Yeah, uh, one was not a close friend. Okay. It was somebody that lived in an apartment building my parents managed for a while. Mm. And another one was a, a friend, a little more distant, not a close friend, but a, a friend of the family. And it's uh, it's happens all the time. You got to be really careful. They know they can just, as soon as they get out of the country, it's it's over. The iTarget Pro system is waiting for you to buy it at iTargetPro.com. It's the letter I, TargetPro.com. It's an amazing system where you can become a better shot without going to the range all the time. So your options have always been pretty much one of a couple of things. You go to the range and fire to get your skills up. You dry fire wherever you are. Maybe a video game type thing. Not real you know, not real solid there, <laughs> but they have ones that like the ranges that are more video game esque and stuff. What do they call those? Like uh, yeah. VR or something? Yeah. No, this is a system that kind of combines all those in that you're actually firing, you know, like dry firing, firing, but instead of the round coming out, it's a little laser round. So it puts a little laser pulse and then the proprietary app on your phone with the iTarget Pro system registers where you would have hit. So it's one part like virtual reality type thing because of the laser and the app on your phone. But you actually know where you hit. And you can use your gun. It's not a range gun. It's not a video game gun or whatever. It's your gun. But you can practice wherever. Your office, out back of the house, at the home. And it's only like 89 bucks online. It's so cheap. iTargetPro.com. Promo code DOC gives you 10% off. Makes a great Christmas gift if you're out there uh, preparing now. Keep one in the shelf at home for gifts. If somebody comes over and you need a last-minute gift, iTargetPro.com. Uh, you got here Nick saying heartbreaking story prayers up for the mother uh, a lot of people are understanding uh, RA says I'll be texting a bunch of my Lebanese friends in the US to ask them oh. to contact the Lebanese consulate awesome. in Michigan to urge them nice. to help nice that's huge yeah. listen this dad had rights or whatever but what the Lebanese government isn't getting if they're protecting this guy is he stole the child yep. that is never acceptable and he broke the law before doing that sorry Lebanese government come on get on this This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And now, Doc Thompson presents The Friday Leftovers. Mm. These are the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week, so we will get to them now. Hollywood detectives. Hollywood, Florida, not Hollywood, California. It's not L.A. Yeah. Hollywood, Florida detectives noticed something they thought was odd at a CVS store. Hmm. This was just a couple days ago. Okay, okay. It's Hollywood... Florida. Naked person? In August. Something odd at a CVS store. (laughs) A man arrived at the CVS on Federal Highway on a bicycle wearing a ski mask. Whoa. And socks on his hands. Well, I don't think you're doing it right. 
It's Florida in August. Ski mask. He had a ski mask on and socks on his hand. Is it that cold in Florida? In no, August? it's not. It's really hot and humid and sticky. Oh, so and he's... you're exercising, riding a bicycle. Hmm. They thought that was odd. Maybe he's trying to sweat more as he's exercising. Could be. Could be. Yeah. So they were like, hmm, that's not normal. You know what? Let's go in the store and take a little look. And when they got in there, guess what they saw? Him exercising. No, him robbing the place. Oh. Yeah, they saw um, the gentleman with the last name Lopez robbing the place. He approached the cashier. They saw him threaten her. He implied he had a weapon. And then he said, give me everything you got and don't press any buttons. You're watching too many movies. You're in CVS. You're not in a bank. bank. And don't try to put a die pack in there either. What? And I want the real money, not the fake money you give to robbers. That's right. I want you to go into the big walk-in vault. and get... This is CVS, sir. I can give you like, like $48 in the cash drawer. And a bunch of CVS cards. I can give you some CVS cards. You For know. discounts next month. You want some breath mints? Here we are. I can't even give you cigarettes now. No, I cannot. They don't sell those. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> give me everything you got and don't press any buttons. <laughs> At that point, that's how. That's when you just go get the f out of here. Yeah. If they say something like that, yes. You that's what because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm being robbed. Oh, oh, oh. I better comply or I'm going to be. In, you're not going to be injured. Here. No, not on, when no. they say something that stupid. They don't have a gun. No. You could just just. <laughs> Just a quick jab, right, 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 to, yep. right to the forehead, and you go. Now get the f out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he was stopped in the act and arrested. Charges include armed robbery and oh, resisting arrest. Of course, well, might as well resist a little. Criminal uh, pro criminal tip number forty six eleven. Even criminals must dress for the weather. <laughs> You do. It's not like it's at a CVS in Alaska, you know, or CVS in like in the northern state where it snows or in Canada. You idiots. You're in Florida. Do you realize at no time what he was wearing, no time of the year was that going to make cops go, okay, cool. No. If you're wearing full ski mask when you arrive and socks on your hands <laughs> on a bicycle, even in the winter, that's going to look really odd. Yes. Okay. Yes. A man in Montana who was convicted of meth possession... He was convicted of meth possession. Okay. Is going to be granted another trial after it was revealed that one of his witnesses in the trial Mm -hmm. was under the influence of meth when he testified. Now, when I first saw that, I was like, (laughs) what? A witness to somebody on meth is also on meth? What? But the witness was a state witness. Oh! And a scientist. Oh! Not like a buddy who was knocking over, you know, some liquor store to buy yeah. money to get money for meth. It was knocking over a CVS with socks it on his hands. State, <clears throat> right? Oh, Derek Thrush works as a forensic chemist for the state. Oh wow! Well, he know. was uh, called as an expert wet witness on meth. Oh, because he tested the meth at the trial of James Batchel. Does he know that he's supposed to actually test the meth on him? <laughs> uh, Your Honor. <laughs> I tried it. Pure. It pure. was awesome. It's 99.9% oh, I had a pure. weekend. Very few bugs under my skin. Very few. 
and that's how you know it's real when you have very few bugs right. under your skin. You got to have some bugs, or yes. it's not meth. Uh, yes, but I was able to not scratch, scratch big, like, my open yes. wounds into my yes. arms. It was just a little scratching or whatever. I tested it. You know, it's not like the movies where they get the bag of cocaine, they stick their finger in, and they. Yeah, it's yeah, pure. It's, it's, it's really pure. good stuff. By the way, that doesn't... That doesn't... You're going to randomly test bags of powder. Yes. Hilarious. Yes. The only thing worse in cop movies is that silencers only go... I saw a movie the other day. This is awesome. Uh, well, oh, it's Blacklist. Remember the CBS movie? Oh, yes, Art Blacklist. Series? I love Blacklist. Right. I had seen some episodes... But I'd never watched it in its entirety. So I started binge watching it. And like within a few episodes, this cop, this FBI agent, wants to get um, ballistics on a gun. But she doesn't want to take the gun. She only has a couple of minutes. So she has to fire around and take the bullet. Mm -hmm. Right? But she's got to be quiet because somebody's sleeping. Mm -hmm. So she gets a bucket and puts phone books in it. And then fills the bucket with water. Yes. And then goes outside and puts a bag of like peat moss from the garden on top of the gun as she puts it, you know, targets it down onto the yeah. phone books and then waits for the garbage truck to start Whoa. banging. It's like the, the whole world's aligning right now. Right. And she waits and they start making noise and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, even if you do all of this, it's going to be damn loud. Bang. Right. <laughs> anyway. So this guy. Uh, Derek Thrush. He's called as the expert witness in the trial of James Batchel to testify that the residue cops found on a glass pipe when they arrested him was, in fact, methamphetamine. The next day, Batchel was convicted. Two days later, an internal review of the crime lab uncovered the fact that Thrush had removed drug samples that were supposed to be destroyed. <laughs> so, yeah, I tested it. No, no, I'll I'll destroy the rest I, I of those. I got this. Uh, you go home, Miss Lee. Look, it's eight o'clock at night. You mm -hmm. go home. I'll destroy this evidence. Yes, he then ingested some of the illegal drugs. Yes, that he had taken on his way to court to testify against Batchel. <laughs> well, you know that's he is the expert, Doc Thompson. And you know what? I got to stand with this uh, with the chemist. Okay, number one, did he destroy the meth? Yes. He did. Yes. He destroyed it. It's gone. It's not going to be used again. No. And on his way to court. Come on. The guy is working. He's got all this meth to it's test. Been a and long now day. you want him to testify. Thank you. You need a little something. Thank you. Chemist's little helper there, right? A little extra little something, something. I see something. what you did there. Chemist's little helper. Come on. What am I going to go to Starbucks? They got nothing there that's going to help me like a little hit of meth. <laughs> Think about how many employees don't do that. Oh, it's got to be common. Yes. I. This is not something no, I would do. No. That's not, I'm not going to do that because I don't do meth. <laughs> but the money. The money. Oh, the money, dude. <clears throat> I could, the money. with a stretch, justify robbing a, a drug dealer. Oh, 100%. I mean, oh, you no! You don't need me to say. I am. I'm. I am man. as straight laced as it come, and as a cop, I would be the one that would stand on principle over and over, and I wouldn't destroy. I'd be the one that, I, that they'd hate me because I'd be like, dude, I got to tell the truth about that crap you did. I mean, seriously, they, they they'd be giving me blanket parties, you know, beating me up. <laughs> but the one thing I could justify is, wait a minute, I'm turning in like four million dollars from this drug bust to just stay in a room. 
And I could just turn in like three and a half million dollars from this drug bust. What's going to happen with that? Serious drug money. Dude, they've got a little favor here. You know. You ain't kidding. You and ain't I'm not kidding. saying all of it for me. Oh, no, no, no. You I'd s- help my s- buddy Chris yeah, out. I'd give something nope. to Mercury One. Oh, okay. okay. I think whatever. I'd be, I'd be spreading it around there. Yeah. I'd be philanthropic with the money that I stole from drug dealers. You tell me that if I had drug money, you say no to? Free drug money. You're going to say no to? No, no. You, oh, and if you're giving it if to I'm me. If I'm giving it to you. Oh, I'm even once That's removed. what I'm saying. No. I'm like, hey, doctor, here's $10,000. That I stole from that a drug I stole dealer? from a drug dealer. Well, hang on. One question. Yes. Like, the drug dealer was convicted and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's oh, in so jail. I'm clean. You're clean. I'm not going to be. But this is drug money that I stole from a drug dealer. Then you lied as a cop. And about, I did yeah, lie I'm good about with it. That. I'm good with that. Yeah. $10,000. Yep. I'm even more okay. once removed. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Because I, like I said, I could stretch myself going. I'll be philanthropic with it. I really will. I mean, I don't do anything. I mean, peace of mind for myself, for yes, my family and that. But it's not like I'm buying myself expensive no. cars and stuff. No. Look at me. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. could so Look justify that, right? Oh, yeah. That would be oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. You need to be a cop again. He admitted to uh, taking uh, leftover meth from the evidence bags five or six times, but said he never used the drugs while at the crime lab. While he was testifying, yeah. But never, you hey, gotta have a certain base of morality. I'm a classy drug user. <laughs> I don't do it at work. I know that at work, I'm supposed to be focused. I'm dedicated to my I'm job. I'm dedicated to, yes. Testifying, that's yes. ancillary job yeah, duties. Does, that's not why I became a no, chemist. No. I'm, I'm upstanding and classy, as you I'm said. I'm very classy. Because while I'm doing meth, yes. Pinky, pinky up. up. Exactly. So I never did it at the lab nope. and pinky up. Yes. He was fired and then pleaded guilty to drug possession, theft, and official misconduct. He's got a trial coming up. Are they going to use a drug dealer to testify against him? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's like, hey, he's going to give me some math. I'd like to call the drug dealer to trial. If you're you're the chemist, you're like, son of a (laughs) bitch. (laughs) It's like full circle. You're sitting there going, damn it. Come on. And I would like to say, Honor, was that your drug that he took? Yes, yes, Your Honor. Yes, that was it my was. drug it that was. he took. Yes, left, yes, I could tell right there. I Here, could tell. Let me. Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I hope one of the attorneys gets busted now oh. for it, too. Turns out the attorney was on meth. Cops in uh, Kentucky received a call about a stolen gun and identified 35-year-old Kenneth Ray Couch as the suspect. I don't know what the background story that okay. is, but okay. they identified him. When they went to pick him up, he was, they were informed that, oh, guys, you're a little late. Kenneth, he just suffered a heart attack and was taken oh. to the hospital. So he's at the hospital. Right. Okay. So they went to the hospital, and um, when Couch arrived in the ambulance, mm-hmm. you know, he's suffering the heart yes. attack. And he did. He, he went down, and they called the ambulance. When he got to the hospital, he jumped out of the ambulance Whoa. and then casually walked to the cafeteria and got something to eat. Oh, you just got a heart attack. Now, he faked a heart attack to get a ride to the hospital cafeteria because he wanted to get something to eat. Does he? <laughs> there's Uber Eats. There's Uber. There's a taxi. There's Do those Lyft. cost money? Oh, yeah. Right. It's not like he's been able to knock over a drug dealer or something, you know. <laughs> hospital cafeteria. I mean, out of all the places, hospital cafeteria? But the ambulance is going right there. It's okay. not like you could say I suffered a heart attack and then just let me out at Arby's. 
They're not going to do that. I don't know if there are any fast food joints in the neighborhood. And hospital food has gotten better. The <laughs> yes, yes, it had, so yes. He was taken into custody and charged with burglary, false reporting of an incident. As it turns out, he was wanted in Kentucky, uh, a different part of Kentucky, for writing bad checks as well. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is working every damn oh, angle constantly. How can I get food? He's Free food. Up, hospital call. Mm. <laughs> you know, they do have good cake. Their chocolate cake is the good. chocolate cake. Even back in the day when hospital food was bad, the chocolate, the chocolate cake, cake was, was always great. Good. It was always fantastic. Yep. And the pudding. Niceville. That's Florida. Mm, Niceville, mm, Florida mm. cop pulled over a car for having an unreadable license plate. Ooh. Tricky. They pulled him over a canine unit, got a positive hit for illegal drugs. <laughs> the officer searched the vehicle and found an unloaded gun Whoa. in an unsnapped holster between the center console and the front passenger seat. Wow. The 32-year-old driver said, this is a a woman, Mm -hmm. I forgot that was there. I thought it was in my computer bag at home. Sorry. Mm. Okay, I could see that happening. Yeah, it was a gun. It was an illegal gun. The officer found a uh, tissue box in the glove compartment containing seven vials of 22 grams of meth. Is that a lot? Yes. Yeah, that's a lot. That's That's a lot. a lot. Also found a small digital scale with residue Uh. on it. Trafficking. That was found between the front passenger seat and the floor. The driver was charged with several drug possessions and weapons charges. Um, she had an unreason- unreadable license plate. Yeah, maybe you want to. See, you don't want to commit any nope. other crime that's going to any traffic infraction. No, you are the good citizen. Uber citizen. You Uber are perfect. Obeying your turning signal, hand out the window, yeah. you know, <laughs> yielding to everybody. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to get caught if you're carrying you, yes, that stuff in the vehicle. Yes, so. you know, that yellow is no longer, that's a red. It, it's, it's green or red. That's right. In fact, it's green that may be turning to it yellow. May, Let me yeah, just slow it, it down yes, there a little yes. bit. Yes. Seems like a bit of a fail for a drug dealer. Let me get a quick break in back with your more of your Friday leftovers next on this The Morning Blaze. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. If you haven't signed up for your Patriot Mobile account, do so right away. What are you waiting for? slash Doc. It's Friday. We talked to you since Honestly, Monday. It's there, and the deals are there, but the $4 iPhones, $4 per month Might not iPhones, be there. Yeah, they're going to run out. I, I mean, I haven't even checked with them. They could be out, but I'm guessing they, since they haven't told us, they haven't gotten done and said, whoa, whoa, yeah. that's changed. They're probably there, but they have different models, so they could run out a certain model. They have some Androids as well. $4 a month, it's that simple. They have data and text plans that start at just $20 a month. You can waive the activation fee with the promo code DOC, and they'll give you money to $1,500 to pay off past accounts. All of these deals are waiting for you right now at patriotmobile.com slash doc. And the suggestion we make, because you know this is going to be good for you, is if you don't have time right now, and it's a pain, I know this stuff is a pain, you currently have cell phone, any of these things, like I can work a lot of extra hours and I'm fine. The thing that that is the stress to me is dealing with these things that I got to... 
the such and such broke at home and I got to fix it or I whatever. I got to sign up for the new account. I get it. So just set your alarm for one of these times where you're kind of captive in the car anyways, because you can do it all on the phone at 800-8-PATRIOT. Yeah, and you probably have Monday off, so <clears throat> plan to do it. And also, did you know, Dr. Townsend, if you have AT&T, you support CNN. What's that? If you have AT&T, you support CNN. AT&T, oh, because, oh, wow. If you have AT&T cell phone provider, your money's going to CNN. Sign up today at, uh, one, uh, at uh, patriotmobile.com slash doc, or if you want to call on the way home, it's 800-A-PATRIOT. It's 800-A-PATRIOT. Sign up today. Continue your Friday leftovers now. A man who broke into a police station in Ireland <laughs> pooped on the front counter and hey. left wearing a stolen police hat. Hello. That's a night. That's the night. Right? Yes. I don't know. This is a guy I want to party with. Yes. This is a guy. But I do have to ask you this. Yeah. Have you been pooped at a police station drunk? No, no. Steal a police cop's, uh, cop's hat. A police hat. Yes, I have been that drunk. You've been that drunk? Absolutely. In Ashtabula. But that's a different story. Poop on the front front counter of a police station drunk? No. 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 Okay. So you have. Steal a cop's hat drunk? Yes. Michael Brennan was caught on closed circuit TV relieving himself after breaking in wow. through a side window at an empty station. So apparently oh. the station, it must be like one of the satellite the distant oh, offices okay. Okay. where they don't have a cop there 24-7. Mm, okay, got it. Or maybe they again. just do things different in Ireland. Nothing bad happens <laughs> after <laughs> hours at night. It's only during office it's during, hours. Yeah, office hour. Crime Criminal, stops at yeah, 5 p.m. Criminals ch- punch out at 5 o'clock. No, With the cops. At 9. Yeah. Although everybody punches out at 5 o'clock. Yeah, it's like the Warner Brothers dog, sheepdog, and uh, coyote cartoon. See you tomorrow, Ralph. All right, Fred. <laughs> he got caught um, just before cops arrived at work mm. in the morning. Mm. So right before he breaks in, takes a big old poop. Then he steals <laughs> two caps, a pocket Whoa. diary, handcuffs, Whoa. Whoa. A, uh, a vest, uh-huh. a cop's vest, a torch, whatever that is, and two radios, and then leaves. Well, he's about to have some fun in the streets. Now, cops got there, and they're like, whoa. whoa. Pete, did you lock the door? Right. So they see this present, this gift that was left. <laughs> Forensics had to get involved. Oh, no. So Forensics had up. to scoop hey. it up. Get the intern. Pick up the poop. You know, forensics, a lot of times you have a rough job anyway. You do. You're cleaning up blood and stuff yes. and you're whatever. You get there, it's early on a Monday, and you're like, man, I just, oh, what? No. No. You know, I think I'm sick. I'm going to call in. I'll see you later. <laughs> they scoop it up. They begin the investigation on the, the forensics, mm. trying to find a hunt for him. It wasn't long before they did. They found a trail? Because they spotted him wearing the hat walking down the street. And they're like, that guy's not a hat with the cop's hat on. We had a missing. Hey, come here, talk to us. Oh, oh yes. DNA test. Oh, match it with the poop. What? Yep. Oh, man. You're in trouble. He was jailed for three months. That's it? Possession of stolen goods, robbing a police station of all these things, and Pooping taking a crap three months. Oh, man. That, things I, are different in Ireland. Yes, they are. <clears throat> Cops are going to make sure oh, you do time for this. Yes. And you're going to get the kidney punches they put you in the car, too, right? Uh, stop persisting. Stop persisting. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Stop, I said stop persisting. I'm, not, I'm like a noodle. Look. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm a noodle. Put me in the car. I'm like a noodle. <laughs> Who 
so I'm fine. I'm being I'm being detained. Go ahead. I'm like a noodle. Stop persisting. I'm not. Deputies responded to a condo uh, reports uh, to a condo at reports of a 911 call hang up. Mm. So at a condo, yeah. someone called 911. They knocked on the door. Deputy was greeted by the caller who proceeded to yell at the deputy because she couldn't find her TV remote. Hey, where's the TV remote? She's a little older. Oh, yeah. Bless her heart. Yelling, yelling, she couldn't find the remote. And that's likely why she called 911. Uh, When asked if anything was wrong, the woman answered, I argue with my husband all the time. (laughs) You know he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't listen. He's probably hiding. The I tell him stuff all the time. He's probably hiding the remote. 30 years I've been telling him this. Her husband said, this isn't the first time that she's threatened to call 911. He ratted her out to the cops over something stupid like this, yes. including yes. telling the cop that uh, or telling him that if he doesn't do what she wants, she's going to call 911. She does this all the time. She tells me if I don't do what she wants, she's going to call 911. Now she called it on the remote and then ended up hanging up, right? He just kept going. Yes. Just get out of here. She just... was advised by the cops. 911 is only for emergencies. Okay. Was given the non-emergency mm-hmm, line for the mm-hmm, county sheriff's mm-hmm. office. We will have an update on this story. Oh, soon. yes. Yes. She will call again. She will call again. Yep. And the husband will rat her out. Yep. This uh, is... She should, you uh, told her not to do it. And I there, think, and she's going to be charged in the yes, future because yes. she's just not the first. He time. just wants her out. Yep. He oh just yeah, wants her. he does. Oh, he, he may call and hang up and go. I told her not to do it. I told her. <laughs> and she's yelling about the remote. Show. Where's the, the remote? Where's the, the remote? A man in Sumter County, South Carolina, texted a sheriff's deputy and offered to sell him some marijuana. Oh. Apparently he got the wrong number again. The deputy said, "Sure, you sure. could sell me some marijuana." All you have to do is meet me. How about on Broad Street? <laughs> the suspect gave his description of his car. A car matching the description pulled into Uh-oh. the meeting location with four people inside. Whoop, whoop. Deputies immediately contacted a uh, traffic or conducted a traffic stop on the car and reported smelling something that smelled like marijuana. Uh oh! Inside, they found plastic bags with marijuana. A couple of digital scales, some sandwich bags, three cell phones, a couple hundred dollars. Uh, they've charged the men. Possession, possession, intent to distribute. Wow. Yeah. Again, these people do not learn. Do not text the cops if they want drugs. That's going to be bad for you. It's a good pro-criminal tip. Good morning, Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the Morning Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. Get some tweets here. We got we there's some really interesting things going on in the news that I gotta share in a couple of minutes, including a major update from a big story we've been covering. It's coming up in a couple of minutes. Some tweets now with the hashtag what I learned today on this Friday. Uh, a lot of a lot of people learn when it comes to uh, <laughs> the Irish drunk men. Mm-hmm. Uh Jacko explaining what a torch is. A torch is a foreign 
Is flash it foreigner for flash? That's what I expected. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, Stephen English, a lot of people. Wow. Uh, JR15 saying, Doc Thompson, he left them some lucky charms. The lucky charms for you. Uh, Front Hope Paul saying, uh, one Irish police forensic had a crappy morning. They really did. A lot of them did. Yep. They showed up, and you're like, wow, it is going to be one crappy day. Oh, man. Okay, we get it, guys. A torch is a flashlight. Can you stop tweeting us what a torch is so I can read some tweets? You know what that means? What that means? Now they're going to do it more. We'll just move on. You got to ignore them. Yeah, okay. You haven't learned that? Maybe no. we just move on. Uh, Captain America saying, if you rob a bank in the middle of the summer in Florida, dressed for the Swiss Alps, you're doing it wrong. You're absolutely doing it wrong. So, you know, we uh, try to help people as much as we can do, even just little tidbits here and there of things that are going to make your life a little bit better. And Chris Cruz struggles with weight loss and being healthy. I do. I, of course, do not. That's not a battle uh, that I've had. No, not true. Chris Cruz and I both have started <laughs> Thank you. eating Thank healthy you. and weight loss. Thank you. And I saw a really interesting article that goes to a couple of things that we have realized over the last year or so that are likely the, the way we're going to think about health in the future. And specifically things with weight loss. According to um, uh, Samantha Cassidy, a registered dietitian, the best way to lose weight boils down to these three things. And Samantha joins us now to share those three things with us. Hey, Samantha, how are you? Hey, how are you? Doing real well. Uh, Your article was great. What are the three things? Let's take them one by one. What is the first thing to eat to, to lose in weight? What's it boil down to? I mean, it really boils down to eating more vegetables, and there's just really no way around this. Most Americans don't meet their produce needs, so about 90% are failing to eat enough vegetables. And no matter what plan you try, they all encourage vegetables. This is, this is something we've been talking about a lot recently because I noticed something. When people went through the low-carb phase for the last 10 years or so that's been real big after the low-fat fad, That was fine. Eat a little less carbs. Sure, they carry a lot of calories in that. But they replaced it with meat. And although I love meat and meat, you know, is good. Some people are vegetarian. That's fine. But meat has a lot of calories, too. It's it's about the calories. It's about the saturated fat. It's the thing with vegetables is that they are filling your body and flooding your body with nutrients that meats just can't provide. The other slip-up I see people do when they take on a low-carb approach, rather than filling their plates with leafy greens, which are naturally low in carbs and have all of these uh, protective compounds, they're eating things like bacon, which tastes really good, but you still need to limit some of those processed meats and things like that that aren't really fueling your health. So that's one of the things I see people do is they're often looking for these ways to include the foods they love, which I, I understand, but in place of foods that are really going to support their long term health and wellness. Yeah, and I look at, you know, especially if you're really unhealthy or really overweight, let's let's take some of the big things first, right? Let's incorporate more vegetables, stuff like that. And the other thing with vegetables, you also have the the dietary fiber. So that's gonna not only be good for your digestive system, it fills you up. 
it fills you up. It, um, it boosts your immunity. There are so many things we're learning about getting more fiber, getting different types of fiber from all of the different vegetables out there. Even something like garlic, which is a seasoning, has prebiotic fiber, so that helps nourish the other fibers in your, uh, in your microflora, so that's the healthy bacteria in your gut. So, you know, the one thing I love to focus on about vegetables is so often when people embark on weight loss, they're talking about what they're taking out of their diet. Uh. And veggies are one of those things that you can put in your diet. It's abundant. You can eat for the non-starchy vegetables basically as much as you want. So it's a really great strategy for filling up and feeling great. Number two on your list of the three things, if you want to lose weight, what it boils down to. And I almost can't bring myself, you know what, I can't bring myself to say it. I'll let you say it. Samantha, you're killing me. I know. This one kills everyone, but we have to eat less (laughs) sugar. And it's not even in the places that we're thinking. Like, sure, everyone knows if they want to lose weight, they should be eating less ice cream and cake and cookies. But the truth is that sugar is lurking in some very seemingly healthy foods. So it could be your fruity yogurt. It could be your granola, your whole grain cereal, your whole wheat bread. Spaghetti um, sauce. All of the Samantha, I, sauce, I, soup. I did the Whole30 diet about a year ago, and I started looking, reading labels more closely. And I realized there is either sugar or corn syrup or something similar to it, some, something similar, and um, soy in everything. I mean, just look at like just condiments and packaged uh, like spaghetti sauce and stuff. That stuff doesn't even need it. And it's in all of it. Yeah. And like, listen, sugar does make things taste good. It has some, some other properties, like it helps um, baked goods retain water. And so it does have other applications. But what happened in the 90s when we all heard low fat Though the intention was to eat, you know, naturally low-fat whole foods like fruits, vegetables, beans, wholesome whole grains like quinoa and brown rice, food manufacturers really leveraged this information and made low-fat cookies and low-fat, you know, things that people just really love. And to do that, they were taking out the fat and adding in the, in the sugar, so it's really um, driven some of the complications that we've seen. And on top of that, uh, you now see sugar, you know, in just about every packaged good, and you really have to look for it on a food label because, truth be told, we are eating, you know, mountains too much sugar, I would say. so. I, I hate to say the, it. Yeah, because I, yeah, I love, love sugar, uh, especially if it's combined with flour. It's in baked goods. I am there. All the fluffy stuff. Yeah, love it. Um, But I cannot escape the fact that everywhere I look now when I see these reports, there are a couple of main things that I think people are just discovering, and that is sugar is killing us, and gut health is uh, affecting everything. Good or bad gut health affects not only your heart, but even, even your mental faculties, it's incredible what the, just those two things do. And those two kind of, kind of go together because a lot of sugar feeds bad bacteria, right, in your gut? Yes, that's correct. And I think this whole um, science around the microbiome that we're just now starting to learn more about really is sort of the next wave of 
what we're going to know about our healthfulness. So what we do know already is that so much of our immune system, about 70%, is hosted in our gut, um, and that the ratio of bacteria in our gut, so some of them are uh, more health-promoting and some of them are not, and to boost the health-promoting ratio of bacteria in our gut, we really need to fuel that with a healthy high-fiber diet, eating a variety of fiber sources, not just the same things over and over again. But as I was saying earlier, like maybe you eat some cashews and some kale Mm. and some cherries and really fueling it with some different sources of fiber. And the third thing on your list, uh, the best way to lose weight boils down to these three things. What's the third thing? It's really about eating more whole foods. And, you know, there's this whole social movement right now on the other side of the pendulum about... There are no bad foods. Um, food is just food. But I think we're all grown-ups here, and there are definitely some foods that are better for you than other foods. It's, as a dietitian, I cannot promote the idea that a cookie is the same thing as a piece of salmon. They are just <laughs> not of equivalent value. So it's all about whole foods. And actually, science does back this up. There's science showing that um, our bodies are more efficient when we're, proce- when we're eating processed food. So that means um, you're, you're burning those calories and storing them more efficiently versus when you have to chew through actual whole foods that haven't been processed as heartily through manufacturing. So it's, you know, it's, you can still eat packaged foods, but just eat them in more whole forms. So like nuts, canned beans, um, whole grain pastas, quinoa, things like that. They come from a package. That's okay. We can take shortcuts, but it's about including mostly whole foods and leaning less on those ultra-packaged um, processed things like potato chips, cookies, frozen pizzas, things like that. Well, and I would say, you know, we, we tend to go to extremes. Humans and maybe just Americans tend to go, we're like, I'm going to do this all. I'm going to complete diet change, which is great if you can do it. But for a lot of us, it's not easy. It's not practical. If you can make any of these changes, it's going to be better for you. I would say it's going to be better for you if you can sustain them. So this is the real key here because people often embark on some kind of weight loss program and they find it unsustainable. So then they go back and revert back to their eating habits. And that actually creates a, um, a metabolic problem in and of itself. So if you are the type of person who is never going to want to live your whole life without pasta and bread and oatmeal and things like that, then probably a low-carb diet isn't going to be the best way for you to lose weight. You might want to pick an approach that will allow you to eat those foods in a moderate, healthy, and sustainable way. If you're somebody who really favors, you know, your veggies and your chicken or your flank steak or something like that, then maybe a low-carb lifestyle would work for you. So it's really about the, the science doesn't bear out that one approach is better than the other as long as you're doing those three things we discussed. Uh. But what it really bears out is that, you have to pick the approach that's going to work for you because maintenance is actually harder than losing weight. So you have to be able to sustain the changes that you've made. So what's your personal kryptonite? 
When you're trying, you're trying to eat healthy. You're a dietitian. What's the thing that you're like, Doc? Just ice cream. I I struggle. It's kryptonite to me. What What's your What's your personal kryptonite? Oh, I have a few. I definitely have a sweet tooth. I love. I live in New York City. I love soft serve vanilla from the old school ice cream truck oh, with Miss, all the chemically rainbow sprinkles. But my approach to something like that is. You know, I don't need to eat it every day. When I'm going to eat my kryptonite, I'm going to make it a memorable experience. I'm not going to, like, bring it home, sit on the couch, watch TV, and barely remember that I, I've enjoyed it. I might, you know, sit down in the park uh, with my son and have a whole fun time built around that experience so that... It lasts with me. The memory carries with me a little longer, and then you need to do those things less, less often. That makes sense. And that's sense. very much part of a healthy lifestyle. Awesome. Samantha, thanks so much for joining us. I'm going to go ahead and tweet out a link to this article so people can find it. I think it's important, and I think you did a good job with it. So thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thanks for having me. I like talking to you. All right. Have a great day. And uh, we'll also share her. Um, I think she has a social media yeah, link I saw as well, too. It's uh, Samantha Cassidy, registered dietitian with an article there. Um, I found that interesting because we're, we always talk about things like weight loss and healthy. And I need, I need the life hacks. I need the things. We all struggle with different things. So anything I can find that that extra little revelation or one of the things I've realized just recently is dietary fiber versus sugar content. <clears throat> I'm when sorry. Dietary fiber versus sugar. Okay. So like cereal, I need to feel full. Yes. And I need uh, I need satiated, not just uh, my belly, but also yes. the experience. And I'm, you know, if they're like, boom, we're a quick little, I'm filled up. I, I, it, it's a whole process, you know. So if I'm trying to lose weight and it's count calories, has to be a part of it as well. <clears throat> if I can find a higher dietary fiber content sh- cereal, and there's some out there, with lower sugar, it can still have sugar mm. and still enjoy. But you eat a bowl or so of cereal, you're filled up pretty good for a while, and cereal takes some time, and it's hard, hard, hard. See, cereal the, whole thing. the problem is I don't just eat one bowl. I Honestly, eat another bowl. <sighs> And another That's bowl. a problem. And just just a little bit. Just uh, a no, little, just a, not a full. Not a full bowl. But you just know what? A little bit. There's only a little left in the box. I might as well I'm polish it off. Just, yeah. just do it. And uh, next thing uh-huh. I know, I just ate an entire box of cereal in three days. In three days? Yes. You mean in one sitting? Okay. That happens too. In one sitting. No, you're right. But here's, so let's say your bowl of cereal and you eat one of like the Quaker oat squares that are, oh, this is one yeah. of those. I think the grams per serving is like roughly 10 grams per serving. The dietary fiber is up to like uh, 20, 25% of your daily. So something like that would be really good. So let's say the calories count for a bowl. One serving is 250 calories. Okay. Something like that. And then you'll see the milk is like another 150 oh, calories. So yeah. the milk is high. So now you're at 400 calories for that. But if you can suffer through one of the milk substitutes, which I have now moved to, I can have dairy, but in massive doses, not as good for me. So I still have some dairy here and there, but I save it for like cheese or something like that that I, that I want by itself. And I switch to the almond or coconut milk or something like that. I get it where there's only 30 calories per serving. You see it right on oh, the thing? So okay. now that huge bowl of cereal mm-hmm. is like 300 calories max. Wow. I have two of them. It's 600 calories. A Big Mac is like 560 or 80 calories, and they're not that big. That's, the, that's without the fries and the soda or the two sandwiches and mm-hmm. an apple pie. 
So now I've just filled up with two big bowls of cereal, something like that. Got the dietary fiber, going to stay with me all, you know, for a couple hours, make me feel full. I'm just looking for those hacks like that. Mm-hmm. And then the sugar thing is killing us all. It's. Did you hear what I told her about the gut health and your mental? Yeah. Yeah. I just saw something else about that. Yeah. They're going to find in the future that this is affecting all of that stuff. And by the way, next Wednesday, this yeah, coming up Wednesday, we're going to talk about gut health. And I think the second hour is all with Chef Patrick and a guest I'm going to bring. It will all be about gut health. Yeah, and the vinegars and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you need another life hack to lose weight, it's Riduzone. And the nice thing about this, and I feel very confident uh, telling people about it because it's not a medication or anything like that. It is natural. It's something that's found in your body. But it's just going to give you that natural, full feeling and also boost your metabolism. So if you need that help <clears throat> as you transition to all of this stuff, try and eat healthy or lose weight, try Riduzone. Bottom line, it works. R-I-D-U Zone. Riduzone.com. Order it today. Of course, you got to use it. We've had people <laughs> that haven't realized that, apparently thinking you just buy it Chris and Cruz. it works. Yes. You got to use it, but it will work. So if you're somebody that needs to lose, let's say, 10 pounds... It's reasonable that with just a little bit of work, you could lose 10 pounds over the next month, depending upon you know your size, and that, but that's pretty reasonable. You could be at 10 pounds in 30 days. You could be, by Halloween, down 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. You could be, by the end of the, uh, end of the year, down 30, 40 pounds, depending upon your size and what you need to lose. You could be there while everybody else is just going, oh, I got to start that New Year's resolution. You could be on your way. Did you see uh, 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 Kevin Smith? <clears throat> no. The writer and director of the Jay and Silent Bob movies and all of oh, those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Kevin Smith, right? Is I think so, it? yes, I think so. He just lost like a like hundred pounds. He just sent out some pictures of it and he goes, I've mm-hmm. been struggled this for a while. I haven't been this thing since yeah. since uh, high school. Wow. Look at him. Doesn't he look awesome? He looks great. You can be that. Just contact wow. Riduzone. Riduzone.com. Your attention, please. We are the number one show on the planet. The president said so. You're listening to The Morning Blaze, the number one listened-to show on the planet. I'm talking billions and billions of people. Believe me. Believe me. See? This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, good stuff there. Uh, we'll get some tweets coming up uh, with the hashtag what I learned today. Got a significant update on a story. It's uh, the Jacksonville landing murderer. Oh, hit me. That they keep calling the Jacksonville shooter. No, murderer. He no, killed. he's a murderer. He's not a mass murderer, though. Is two mass. More. It's four or more. Is four that the wrong? The okay. definition on. Now, this is CNN definition of a mass murder <laughs> is four or more. Okay, so he's just a mass shooter. He's a mass... As they say. As they say, yes. <laughs> yes. He's the uh, Jacksonville Landing murderer. Anyway, we uh, told you that, uh, okay, he got the gun in Maryland, not in Florida. He got the crazy eyes. Change it. He's got the crazy eyes. He was on psychotropic... No, not psychotropic. Um, uh, meds. Psychotic, antipsychotic. Yeah. Meds and antidepressants. Yes. 
Now we have the history of his times uh, being institutionalized. Here we go. <clears throat> Someone opened the vault, so might as well just walk right through. Here we go. Here we go. He was institutionalized, locked up in an asylum, you know, a mental facility, uh, for at least twice that we know of. Okay. For under two weeks each time. Okay. But it were it, they were for many days. It wasn't like a day. Mm-hmm. They were for multiple days, and I think I have that somewhere. I'll skim through and try to find it. Uh, anyway, we also found out that between the and the, that was between two thousand three and two thousand nine. His parents were divorced in two thousand seven. Okay, and it was a contentious divorce. He had a lot of issues with them as they went back and forth. Okay, that was in two thousand seven. Okay. Meaning this was going on. His struggles with mental competency were going on several years before the divorce. Not that a divorce happens instantly. And several years after. The police were called to their home 26 times. I'm sorry. You misspoke. You meant between two and six times. No. 26 times over the course of six years. Can you do the math on that? Uh, not off the top of my head. Oh, me neither. 26 times, six years. Six, uh, four, uh, averaging once a quarter. Okay. Yeah. Every, every, every three months. Three so? months, they were called out on That's average. average. Every three, between 2003 and mm. 2009. For reasons including uh, domestic issues. Mm. Most of these were centered on him, though, specifically. Oh, okay, okay. Domestic issues, mental illness calls, Mm. civil disputes, and him running away. Oh, wow. Forget everything else about this case. There is one and should be one singular center focus, his mental health. Secondarily in its distance, the focus is... How did he get a gun in Florida? Well, we now know. In we Maryland. now know. In Maryland. in Maryland. Excuse me, not in Florida. In Maryland. Because you say he's institutionalized twice. He's done all of this. Why? According to um, a gun expert, a gun policy okay. expert okay. In, in the area, um, there was no legal justification to keep him from buying the gun in Maryland, even though they have the strict the laws strictest. and they still have the background, even some mental health things. Why? Because gun buyers in the state of Maryland at one of the top five most restrictive states when it comes to purchasing a gun mm-hmm. in Maryland, gun mm-hmm. buyers have to be involuntarily admitted for any period of time into a psychiatric ward or voluntarily admitted for over 30 days. Wow. He was he was admitted multiple times, but for two weeks or under. So so you could be locked up 30 times for 29 days over the course of a couple of years and they'll look and you're good to go. (laughs) Wow. So Marilyn. Instead of going universal background checks, which target everybody, most of the populace, which are law-abiding citizens that would never do something like this. Instead of doing that, how about saying, um, let's look into the mental health. Let's change the standard. Let's say if it's multiple times 
or a combination of multiple times, how many times the cops were called, that you at least have to talk to a doctor. Yeah. How about that? Shouldn't that be the center focus of it instead of guns? The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Every Sunday, stream this. Handle on the law at 11 a.m. Eastern. The reason that the other lawyer said what your what your policy is whether or not it's worth really going balls to the wall. If you have minimum, it's fifteen uh, thirty, which will be a fifteen thousand dollar claim. And what you're saying is he hit you. That's why you have insurance. Handle on the law every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Theblaze.com/radio. The most culturally diverse morning show on the radio. Hosted by a white guy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I almost did it. I almost, when we talked to Samantha, uh, yeah. I almost started selling her on Minostalgia. <laughs> would, would that have been douchey? No. If I had said, listen, Samantha, you got to try this great product, Minister. I really wanted to because I really believe in it. And if, I mean, she might be familiar, but if she's not, I know she'd probably like it. It's yeah. a great uh, yeah. product, both it tastes good and it's really healthy. Mm-hmm. So I was almost, and I was like, that might be kind of douchey. <laughs> Maybe we just email it to her. Can we just do that now? Yes, we can do that. All right. Minostalgia yes. Wild Rice is that healthy. This is one of the healthiest changes you can make for your family, for yourself to be healthier, and to lose weight. It does work that way. It's that healthy, but it's also convenient and it tastes good. Remember, I'm looking for those life hacks that are simple and where you get the biggest bang for your buck. Well, this is a three for one. It's simple, it's healthy, and it tastes great. So you can just shift just a little bit. Use more of their rice flours, for example, because it's almost a complete protein by itself, which is incredible. So you got a plant-based protein, which is important because you get a variety of proteins. Mm It's not just, hey, I eat a certain amount of protein and I eat a certain amount of carbs. And I sort of, that's all great to have that type of balance, but a balance of where you get those. In other words, what types of protein? Yeah. You don't eat exclusively chicken. You eat chicken and beef. You eat chicken, beef, and pork. You eat chicken, beef, and pork, and tofu, and plant-based. You eat all of these things. Same thing with uh, carbs. Same thing with um other vitamins, when you get it across the spectrum, spectrum you're going to be healthier. So try it today. It's blazewildrice.com. Minostalgia's blazewildrice.com. You can try one of the variety packs if you use the promo code TRY10. That's TRY10. It's TRY10 for the value uh, variety packs, which is what I recommend because you get to try a lot of different stuff. Bottom line, though, make the, the switch today. Switch over, order some, slowly start incorporating it into, their, into your diet, and you're going to be healthier and happier. But then also try the other little things, too. You'll like those as well. I believe that eating things like honey is going to be better than sweetening with other things. Yes. Yes. Why not try their honeys? Try yes. the whipped honeys. The whipped honeys. I'm telling you, the whipped honey. And I know we talk about food, but just put a toast a toast. Right. Spread it around. Right. Boop. You're done. 
You know, um, and you could um, season with like their pepper jams and stuff oh, to make a like yes. a good stir fry. I did a glazed pork chops. Oh, he's so good with the pepper jam yes. that way. So good. Uh, but and their seasoning has no salt, by the way. Like the actual food seasoning, seasoning they have no salt. Mm, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it this weekend. I've made the commitment now. It's in my head. Going to do it. Uh, the other thing, if you want to, if you're going to eat jelly anyways, kids got peanut butter and yeah. jelly sandwiches, look at their jellies and compare it with somebody else. That look at it with the other one. Don't try the spicy jelly with your peanut butter and what jelly. fail for cow. Cal's like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like the pepper jam. I'm like, really? What? I know what, like some yes. think, I'm like, you should love this. Yes. Well, you know, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it just, <laughs> which by the way, I like it with the peanut butter and jelly too, oh, but did? I was like, what are you doing? It's not how you eat it. No, not that, that one. jelly jelly. No. And then, you know, what, what was, what's your recipe? Cream cheese Done on top. Open the cream cheese, put the jelly, uh, heat the cream cheese first, heat mm-hmm. it up just a little bit and then pour the jelly on yeah. top. And then you can for, eat the jelly too. For, but for how long you heat it? For two like minutes? 10 seconds. Two 15 minutes. 15 seconds most. Yeah. Just enough where it becomes a little bit gooey, not even really gooey. No. Who was it here that did it? Was that Kirk Jones? Nope. Martin. Oh, Martin, who nuked the things for like a half hour. (laughs) There was nothing left. It was dry flakes on a plate. (laughs) All right. Anyways, blazewildrice.com. All right, you got some tweets. Tweets oh. with the hashtag what I learned yeah, today, and then we'll move on to the video. Who do that? Uh, you got shiny Americans saying Disney has been promoting unhealthy habits for decades. It has a gif of uh, Beauty and the Beast. Remember that scene? Oh, with the sugar over and over again. <laughs> Uh, Drew, uh, it, it kills me to say that about sugar. Oh, sugar it is, is so, so bad for you, and I love it so much. Uh, Dresh Dog saying, if I wanted to listen, no, if I wanted a health food show, I'll listen to the Food Network. Okay. Nope, that's wrong. I'll, let me fix that for him. Oh, yes. I'm please gonna, do. Can Explain, I fix that for Please him? do. I know okay. where you're going. If I want a, a health food show, I'll listen to Spoonie Radio. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, no, what I was going to say, actually, if you want a health food show, you're probably not uh, listening to Food Network. You know why? Oh, they're not talking about food at they all. They may have some healthier eating ones, but have you ever noticed the health, uh, the, uh, I don't watch the Food Network. The Food so. Network is almost exclusively cooking or cooking competitions. Oh, really? That's Think about cool. that. That's pretty cool. I like that better than. No, I mean, I, I like to cook. I like to do whatever, but, and it's a ton of cooking competitions, nice. but it's all cooking or cooking. Do you realize all the other stuff that touches food? Restaurants. Yeah. You had Guy Fieri that would do diners. Oh, yeah. di- that was a little different. You know, still, let's take you in the kitchen and see how they make it. But what about just fair foods? What about the business of cooking? Mm. They don't do a whole lot with like the business of it. There's so many things you can do, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I got this last one. I want to read it. Deuce Five saying, sorry, but chocolate chips are healthy. And he runs it down. Chocolate comes from plants. Cookies are made from dough, which also makes bread. Yeah. Dairy mm. in the chocolate. Mm-hmm. A chocolate chip cookie is basically a veggie sandwich with cheese. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'll be telling that to myself tonight. <laughs> yep. Of course, you don't tell the kids that. <laughs> oh, no, you don't tell them. No, no. What are you talking about? No. That was the Bill Cosby bit of, <laughs> of chocolate cake for breakfast. He gets oh, the really? kids up. Yeah, it's a great bit. He gets the kids up and the wife's sleeping still. Mm-hmm. And the, the you know he's just like, I can't deal with these kids this early. And they're dancing around and he's upset. <laughs> and finally, you know, they're screaming. And one of them wants chocolate cake for breakfast. They scream, I want chocolate cake. And he's like, oh. all of a sudden I realize what goes in the cake. <gasps> Flour. Eggs. Eggs. Milk. Yes, you can have chocolate cake for breakfast. <laughs> so he gives it to him. Of course, his wife wakes out on him. You know what else you put in there? What? Just a little roof and all. 
Just a little bit. That's it. I see what you did there. I see what you did. You put the roof and all in the chocolate cake with the eggs and the milk. Fluffernutter from Florida saying, mm. so with the health food guests on a Friday, which is a fail, are the jackals... <laughs> a Friday fail. <laughs> I'll start from the beginning. Listen, Doc, I can tolerate that crap on a Monday, on but a Friday, on a Friday, yeah, I don't want to eat fail. healthy. Uh, so with the health food guests on a Friday, which is a fail, are the jackals to assume that Chris Cruz can't fit into his wedding dress yet? Yes, I cannot. That was my guest. Yes. Chris, did, Chris doesn't yeah, want that guest. No, that one was my that suggestion. That was all you. That was all you. Uh, they have a, I, I really want to get the little, what is it? Um, the slow cooking. Uh, I get the, not ceviche. The, uh, oh. oh, it starts with an S as well. Everyone's screaming in the audience. Salmon. Now there's a B in there too. Anyway, oh. it's the real slow cooking method. And they have um, oh, souvé, 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 souvé. I'm pronouncing it wrong, but that's the one. Yeah, they have little machines you yes, can get. Yes, they do. And some of them look like the immersion blenders. Yes, where you just stick it in the side of a pot. And a buddy of mine was telling me about cooking steak. Sous vide, sous vide mm. is what it's called. A buddy of mine was telling me about cooking steaks that way, mm-hmm. and how they come out like butter. Just, really? just, just fall apart. You just, you just touch them with the fork, and the steak's like, ah, perfect bite size. Here it is. Yeah. Hey. They're so expensive. They're like one hundred and fifty, one hundred and eighty. They are. I see some cheaper, but then I'm like, do you want to do the cheaper one? Whatever. I really want to get one. I just don't have the money right now. But they have some sous vide eggs. These little egg drops. Yes, at, you told about us yeah. at uh, Starbucks. Yeah. Yes, that are awesome. And the calorie count for two of them. They, there's one that's like an egg white one which just has some like uh, red peppers or mm-hmm. something in it and they taste great are only like I think say like 180, 200 calories mm. and it fills you up pretty good. Mm. So I'm thinking about doing that making some up because they just nuke theirs when they're done. They mm. freeze them or whatever it is, put them in the refrigerator and then just nuke them. So you can make a bunch of those up on the weekend or something like on a Friday or a Sunday before the week starts and then in the morning for breakfast, boom, here you go. And then the same thing with the the waffles. Oh, so imagine, yes, you make the waffles we've told you about from uh, blazewildrice.com. Mm-hmm. and then you got the sous vide eggs like that. And the eggs that done that way are some of the best eggs I've ever yeah. had. Even even microwaved after, like because they're yeah, freezing, like making them ahead yeah. of time. They're just so smooth. Mm. You know when you get really good, uh, fluffy scrambled eggs, and you're like, wow, these are. It's like that, but even creamier and smoother. They have other ones there where they mix some cheese with it. There's more calories in them. Amazing. So and there's a little bacon in them too, which helps. <clears throat> All right. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. What's the guy's name? Green? Green. Kyle Green. Kyle Green wants to be your state rep from Minnesota. District 18A. If you are in District 18A. He wants your wait a vote. Minute. Is there an 18B? <laughs> so You know okay. you know what we call that in other states? 19. Did, <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Okay. So thank you for saying that because I went and I was like, okay, this has to be a a onion piece and right. Everybody's reporting it. I looked. You know, I'm I'm looking here for the 18 A district. Yeah. And there is an 18 A district. Okay, Minnesota, you're doing it wrong. You just number them all up there. Eight three eight. All right, we got 27 Q and uh, 31 Z. 
Uh, I'm running for 16 uh, M. <laughs> what? I, maybe there's a reason they do it, but this sounds like a fail to me. Anyway, so Kyle Green. Yes. He wants to be your District 18A representative. If you are in District 18B, move over to move A. Move over to A. If you're in A, you got to pay you attention gotta, because I yes. think you're going to like what uh, what he has to say. Yes. Here it is. And again, what's his name? Kyle Green. Kyle Green. Here he is explaining why. And if you're, if, we'll share the video. He's in a suit. Yes. He's serious. Well, serious about this. Yes. He gets it done. Listen to this. I'm your neighbor, Kyle Green. I'm running for District 18A State Representative. I'm not asking for you to vote for me as your leader. I'm asking for you to vote for me as your public servant. The primary duty of a state representative is to protect all the rights of his constituents. I want to be your state representative. I want to be your public servant. And I want to be your Whoa. Uh, that was the N-word we beat. <laughs> and not just the N-word. That was a hard ER. Not ah. No, it's er. I want to be your ninja. No, I want to be your ninja. That's what he was saying, right? Yes. That's it. Yes. Okay, back it up to just the, I want to be your state rep. I want to be something. Just that piece of it. Here we go. He's very, I mean, smooth, serious. Here it is. Boom. Here we go. To protect all the rights of his constituents. I want to be your state representative. I want to be your public servant. And I want to be your. And that's the end of the ad. That's it. What more? What more do you want? Now, Kyle Green happens to be black. Yes. <clears throat> um. What more do you want from your state? I don't even know where you go with this now. You, you don't. You just. He did. Drop the mic and walk out. At first glance, you're like, it's ridiculous, and then second, you're like, well, you can't say that word. And then I'm like, well, he is. Well, okay. <laughs> Done. That <laughs> means. Is this a campaign strategy now? It may be. It may be. Think about this. <clears throat> I don't know his background, but he looks professional. He looks yes. like he's a businessman yes. or yeah. educated man, whatever. Okay. Just says it all straight, lays it out there. Yeah. He can say that word. Yes, he can. Arguably. Mm-hmm. Just puts it out there. I kind of like it. You like it? In that it's not politically correct. Yeah, he's a farmer. He's taken back. the. He's a farmer. He's a hunter. He's active duty. Is I he, mean, uh, not active duty, a National Guard. Is he uh, running uh, for the Democrat or Republican? Democrat. He's small business owner. Athletic. He, he put that Marine. in there. He put he's athletic or he just mentioned. No, he's athletic. What's he say? Uh, I, I got to see the bio on it. This is uh, seems like. Oh, a, come on. Because it's Chris oh. is reading from his bio and this is on his uh, website. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Not kind of that kind of. It's way. not. I work with several companies involving athletic enhancement products. Oh, okay. That's Fighting knives, steam engine generators, fish, and well produce, well food produce. All right. So the guy seems pretty sharp. He, he He's a business a guy. Brand, all yeah. that. And then just bust that out there. What do I? Get? We got to desensitize the world from these words. I agree. If he's if that's if that's his plan. I want him in power. I want him in I got to talk to him, Chris. I got to talk to him. You want to talk to him? I got I got to hear the rest of his platform because what you laid out there sounds like somebody I'd like. Well, so far, the only platform that he has on his website is judicial reform. I support judicial reform. And he says our elected, 
elected officials' duty is to protect the rights and privileges of their constituents from all government. He screwed up. He screwed up. He did? Why is he running as a Democrat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The rights... uh, Give me that again. Uh, Our elected representative's duty is to protect the rights and privileges of their constituents from all government. What am I missing? This is a guy. Okay. This is good. There's something going on here. That's what I'm saying. I I don't know. I may call BS on this. This may be a Bravo Sierra, baby. Thank you. This is a scam. That's what I'm saying. Because this is is, or... Or he's a genius. Okay. Because this is something completely different. This okay. is brand new. He's saying, I'm going to, that's my platform. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. generic enough that Democrats, especially seeing the black guy with the D next mm-hmm. to his name, they're going to vote for him. Mm. But anybody that investigates is like, this guy's really doing a lot of Republican stuff or yeah. libertarian conservative. He, he ends his judicial saying, if you want government accountability and public servants to be held accountable for, for the wrongdoings, elect me, Kyle Green, for District 18A. And he said public representatives. He didn't say uh, on the public first Public servants. One. He said, and servant oh, yeah, there. Yeah. He didn't say public officials. No, 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 no. Wow, this guy. And desensitizing people. Yeah. Okay, either bravo, Sierra, that this is some sort of onion piece, but it's getting traction all over the place. Oh, no, everybody, everybody's running for The Hill, Fox News, uh... Our friends at uh, what are their name? Chicks on the right. Like everybody's running for this. I'm I'm calling, or, or he's working on some amazing new platform. I'm calling Bravo Sierra. We'll see. This is try to get him on, Chris. Okay, we got to talk. So to he's him. running against the Republican uh, incumbent Dean. Republican and incumbent, and based on what he's told me so far, I may vote D if I was in District 18A. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, there's more to come on this. I'm sure we'll have an update but here, on But here's, here's what I have an issue with, and I probably you, you're going to be like, well, it's because it's that. Um, Ron DeSanti says, monkey things up, and he's in trouble. Right. This guy said, ah. No. Not ah. Right. And nothing? Yeah, but I'm consistent in saying, I don't care if you say I want to be I know, your ninja. I know, but the your media, ninja. you know. But they're not consistent. They're not I'm consistent. consistent with it. Oh, no, it. we are, yeah. And I believe he knew what that meant. Oh, yes. But, but also meant it not as in a racial slur, no, but as no. in I want to work for you. I want to yes. be your guy. I want to yeah. be your It's like your the go-to. Jesus rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Maybe we get a break in. Okay. This is the Morning Blaze. <laughs> the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that Martin lies on the couch throughout the program. All the time. Constantly, nonstop. We learned pro-criminal tip number 4611, even criminals must dress for the weather. (laughs) We learned that the midterm blue wave is both cooling and refreshing. Ooh, who thunk it? 
Who would have thunk it? We learned that if I ever steal money from a drug dealer, I will be philanthropic with the money. I absolutely will, Chris. You know me. Yes, you will. Finally, we learned that I have never been poop on a police station desk drunk. But I have been steal a cop's hat drunk. Oh, man. Chris, have you been steal a cop's hat drunk? Nope. Mm. Have you been somebody else stole my hat while a cop drunk? Yes. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Al Gore thinks he can get the call to be POTUS. If Trump gets president. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. If he gets impeached mm-hmm. or resigns, Al Gore, baby, Al Gore. He, oh, no, it doesn't. Leave it to Doc Thompson to mess Fridays with healthy eating. No, it's good. You can still eat. I'm the one that says you still need to eat these mm-hmm. things for your soul, but you know. And I, Chris Cruz, want to be your state rep, your public servant, and your ninja. And your plantain eater. Neil, spinning the dials, radio style, Dallas, Texas, Mercury Studios. What, if anything, did you learn today? Well, I learned there's some controversy as to whether or not Chris Cruz is going to be able to fit into his wedding dress this year. <laughs> are you? Are you going to be able? Are you confident? Oh, I'm confident. Good. I got this. Good. You... I got this. <laughs> hold my beer. Hold my beer. I Literally, got this. hold my yes. beer for a couple of months. <laughs> and my chocolate chip cookie. Couple of months. <laughs> my uh, mofongo. 20 days. My mofongo. <laughs> Ooh. It's coming up. Twenty close. 23 days. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did the listeners learn today? Uh, from Paul Sleeve saying, if you're a hedge fund manager yeah. that bases anything on people's feelings, you're doing it you're wrong. You're doing it wrong. I would, and that is a very bright tweet, by the way. And I would also say, if you're a billionaire saying <laughs> other people are selfish, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Jacko Pokemon saying, one of Doc's greatest fears, snakes that can work. No, no doorknobs. Yeah, some of them can't too. That's really? not good. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Deuce Five saying Doc Thompson declares, "I love meat." And when and why don't we get a bell? Why don't we? Sorry, get a bell? I missed that one. Mm. Danny saying, a "And co- by the way, that also deserves a bell." <laughs> Danny saying, "A cookie is not the same as a piece of salmon. As a piece of salmon, but it mmm so good." It is so good. I love salmon, right. though. I'll take salmon over a cookie. Depends on the setting. Okay. Uh, free money saying you're consistently crazy, but you only like a medium crazy. Here's your gun, Marilyn. Oh, yes, you're right. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, I didn't know what they're talking about. Excellent tweet. <laughs> uh, Millennium Falcom saying isolate the audio. We go through those jugs monthly. We do. We go through those jugs. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Every couple weeks we go through okay. the jugs. Uh, Jaco Jedi saying TMB is run is turning quickly into the next Food Network sensation. Ooh, good. Wow, that's it. That's you all gotta you got. Be kidding me, guys! It's only one page. <coughs> okay. Uh, more <laughs> tweets with the hashtag. What I learned. Today. More tweets coming right here. Saying, this should not be that difficult. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Strooling Paul Bear saying I would rather die happy eating sugar than not. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying... Don't. Listen, if she was like, you can't have sugar, I'd be like, okay, hey, thanks for calling today. Appreciate it. B from SABC has a good point. If he runs as a Republican and says that, he's gone. Think about uh, it. Think about it. You're right. He can't say he that. He cannot That's say that. That's a great point. Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Perhaps all politicians should use the same campaign words as Minnesota's Kyle Green. 
That's right. That's yeah. That's they should. I think they should. Let's see where it goes with it. Front post leaves saying Kyle Green wants to be more like Jesus, and that's all we know. Jesus Christ is my. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Lori G, uh, D, by the way, uh, tweeted a picture of a sous vide steak. Oh, uh, what let's about see. this one? Mm-hmm. SC Bulldog 18A. Bingo! Bingo. District 18A. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Hey, I didn't get the new numbers on procrastination this week. I'm going to get to a Monday. What else do we have yeah. coming up Monday? We have, uh, we're off on Monday. What do we have coming up on Tuesday? Uh, we have Religious Monday on a Tuesday. All right. And uh, what does Glenn have coming up on his program Not Glenn. Today? Only Pat Gray. What's Pat he's, have coming up? Uh, he's unleashed. Oh, he's going to be unleashed. He's what is Pat unwearing? Is he unzipped too? Hibarito. What? A hibarito. Did you have a stroke? Or? Hibarito. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz and Martin production while he lies on the couch. Six Except for Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever you are. Anya, now you go with home. With Doc Thompson. Except Part Martin. Part of the next generation of talk now. radio. This is the Blaze Radio Go ahead and stay there, Martin. It's okay. Just lay right there on the couch. Martin. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.